Welcome back, everybody. It is episode 21 of Thirst wow. and Goal. Yeah, Ben, you're still shocked that we made it this far. I cannot <laughs> believe it. I can't believe it. I, I mean, it was uh, many months ago in the frigid winter in Man. Southern California, November. I know we always talk about the weather, but the weather this year was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. For Southern California. It was definitely appropriate for the football season. Um, I think we started... Maybe on the East Coast, but not on the West Coast. <laughs> I think we started it was Southwest. week 13 or 14 of the season, give pretty, or take. It was pretty late. It was whatever yeah. November 4th, whatever that uh, week was. And uh, we've been going strong ever since. Yep. Uh, you know, it took a couple weeks off. That was my fault. Um, and mine as well. <laughs> we <laughs> might take next week off as well. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You might have uh, Paul McCartney, you know, going solo next week well, or no <laughs> one at all. Um, we might we'll, be off the air. But we'll definitely be back uh, the week after to talk about all of the news in the NFL and all of the drama, as drama seems to be uh, the name of the game this year in the offseason for some strange reason. Um, but, Franny, how was your week? It was good, Ben. It was good. Uh, you know, it seemed to fly by pretty quickly. All right. What about you? Mine was, uh, I'm not going to bullshit you, it was long. It was a long <laughs> week. It was a long week this week. Uh, it was nice to wake up today uh, on a beautiful Saturday morning here in Southern California and not have much to do. That was uh, a welcome Wait, change. I think I think you mowed the lawn though, right? I did. I did. Yeah. I did a little. I uh, did a little yard work, a yeah. little trimming, a little hedging. Here, you have you have a green thumb, Ben. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I the did. grass is green. Well, especially with all the rain that we've had. Of course, it should be green. It's, yeah, it's very green this year. Uh, the dogs are enjoying it very much. I have to say, uh, they are uh, pooping as they please <laughs> everywhere. But yeah, it, it. I like to take care of my own yard. Uh, although the older I get. Uh, the less <laughs> the less I look forward to it, but then again, when someone else does it, they screw it up. It's and then never I'm, right. It's just it's not never right. the way it's you want right. it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Friday, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, what we're going to talk about, Ben, let me get to the big board we over here. Oh, and, and by the way, Sonia's not with us at yes, the moment. Yes, Sonia, that is true. Uh, our, our third co-host over here, she will be walking in sometime during the podcast. Absolutely. Um, She's on a so, wine tour. You'll exactly, and uh, you'll hear her voice eventually absolutely, in the podcast. Absolutely, but tonight on the big board, Ben, as usual, we will make a shout out to our new listeners, our listeners um, from around the world. Yes, we're going international again. <laughs> we will be introducing our new shot. Uh, we also have our tag team news. Any new news uh, between the Steelers, Eagles, and Seahawks, our teams. We have, uh, well, NFL news. Uh, and you have a little bit of it right there, Ben. I do we don't indeed. Have specifics until we get to that topic. Some will talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> we will introduce our uh, new beverage of the week, also a beer uh, in honor of our listeners Absolutely. from. Poland, which we'll make a shout out to. Uh, we have some uh, Russell Wilson news. Will he stay or will he go? Oh, we don't know. Ultimatum. <laughs> Everyone loves know, an ultimatum. I was surprised that he actually, you know, set a date. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty interesting. Uh, and we also have uh, some rule changes. We were going to talk about this last week. and never got 
to that, only right. because uh, we're running over time, as we usually do. That is true. That is true. <laughs> uh, we have our, uh, what's the total wins challenge? Is that for the team? Yes, All yes, right. yes. Right. And I'm, I'm going to have to write that down then. <laughs> ben surprises well, me with fair, the agenda. Well, fa- in fairness to, to, to Franny and Sonia, I wanted to surprise them with this. They released... Um, Vegas released their their first uh, odds for total wins for the season for each team. I haven't looked at it, although I do know it's been released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to uh, make our best guess as to the total wins now, uh, the total wins before the season begins, and then the total wins at the end of the season, and see who is closest in those three categories. Ben's betting corner coming coming <laughs> this is, soon. This is the, this is just the tag team betting corner. So it'll be interesting to see I think how, you know, how close we are over the course of uh before the draft, after the draft, although not like the Eagles need a draft, um and to the end of the season see how close we all get. Yep. And some AAF news or like thereof. I don't have my bagpipes. We have some uh some Raiders news free form if we just want to throw out some general thoughts. Uh, we have a quiz. Hopefully, Sonia will be back for the quiz. Absolutely. And we will have our top Game of Thrones Next moments. Week. It is finally coming back. I've waited a long time. Ben, not so oh, yeah, much. That's true. How long <laughs> have long... you been waiting? How long has it been since oh, season man. seven? Well, I, I also, I didn't, actually, the last season I did watch live. So whenever the last season ended, it's been a long time since I've watched Game of Thrones. And uh, I was finally coming back i've been waiting for like four weeks and i feel like it's been a long time (laughs) so ben let's go ahead and make some or a shout out to our new listeners apologies in advance from all of you all of you from around the world (laughs) i am going to butcher some of these names almost certainly uh first listener from the beautiful country of germany from cologne north rhine westphalia germany uh we have a new listener from pune or pune Maharashtra, India. I'm sure that's exactly how you say I'm it. I'm sure that's that, a, that's, that is absolutely that's the correct wrong. pronunciation. Uh, thank you, India. Uh, we have a new listener from uh, this one's easy, Lewisburg, Kansas, or Louisburg, Kansas. Thank wow. you so much. Uh, here's one that I know I will have a problem with. I don't know why they have so many words in the names <laughs> of their cities. Uh, Montesinus. Bourgogne, Franche, Comte, France. I know that is wrong. That's perfect. I should have actually let Franche do this. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I the he, French, French, French pronunciations. I can't even pronounce English, but pronunciations are very difficult. Yes, I mean I only speak one language. Franche speaks, you know, at least two languages. So <laughs> uh, we also have a new listener from Ciudad Victoria, Tamaulipas, Mexico. Thank you so much. Uh, we have a new listener from Baja. California, that one I got nice, right. Nice. Uh, we have a new listener from the beautiful country of Poland, where I have allegedly some ancestors. <laughs> uh, we have a new listener from Hollywood, Florida. Thank you in honor of Bob Craft. Uh, we have a new listener from Hackensack, New Jersey. A new listener. This is a this is our first listener from uh, the country of Vietnam. Thank you so much. We're not sure what city yeah. uh, you're listening to us from, That's but thank awesome. you so much. 
Uh, we have another new listener from Canada, Canada, from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, I thought you were going to tell. I, I, I thought that was his name for a second. Like, wow, <laughs> they triangulate yeah, yeah, yeah. to like yeah. the location and tell you the person's name. That's we're crazy. not stalking you. I promise. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Sorry, we Brandon. Had... <laughs> Uh, it's not Brandon. What, what is it? Branson? Branson, Missouri. Uh, and I'm um, sorry, Sonia's not here. We have a listener from Bellevue, Washington. Our hope is that that is a Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks fan. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. But thank you so much, so much. to thank you. all of our listeners out there. It really means a lot awesome. to us. You know, every week we put these podcasts together and we love to see these new locations pop up. It's really amazing. Yeah, it, it is crazy. It's crazy. You know, the, the global reach, reach, you know, it's it's... Pretty interesting where the listeners come from. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is global. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to see listeners from Germany, from India, from Poland, from Mexico, from Vietnam, it's really and all over I mean, the really U.S. Amazing. You know, yes, absolutely. Um, we're, we're big in Florida, so <laughs> you know, we're happy. We're happy to be big in the beautiful state of Florida. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, we have our signature shot. Of the Ooh, week. What are we drinking this week? It'll be the Wildfire Shop Band in honor of Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, I mean, it's really, really exciting uh, that the show is coming back next week. Uh, uh, so, what is in this shot, Franny? It is some green. Well, it, it's well, some green. It is green in color. It's uh, Sour Apple Pucker from Dick Kuiper. Oh, whoever makes it, I'm not sure who the maker is. Some gold schlager. Yes, yes. To add a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of spice, a little bit of fire to it. Tyrion would be proud. Some vodka, some tower vodka. And this was actually my own concoction. I mean, I got some inspiration from Pinterest, but I don't think anybody had these exact ingredients in it. I mean, I'm looking forward to this yeah, for and sure. And you can look at it on our Instagram and, and our Twitter. And uh, you know we 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 well we didn't burn down the house. We almost we, we did. Learned from we last, almost did. We learned from last yeah. week with the one fifty one. Even though you can't see the flame, it doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. Although we, you know, if you check out our Instagram as well as our Twitter, Twitter, you will see uh, a beautiful picture of the wildfire shot that Franny concocted tonight with a lot of fire. Yes, we have uh, one fifty one burning on. burning on the wood. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was a great picture. It's a, well, I'm assuming it's a great shot, but we're going to try it. We will try it. We're going to try it right now. Do we want to do After, the song? Yes, we oh. do. We have the lead in, Ben. You All have right. the lead in. All right. Hold tight, everybody. That 
never gets old. <laughs> Sonia's not here to get red in the face and I, embarrassed. I, I, I love that lead-in band. <laughs> and uh, let's uh, cheers. Here we go. Clink, clink. That new to the new shot. Let's All right. see. It's Gold let's Schlager. I haven't had Gold Schlager in forever. I don't think I've had this since college. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty good. It was actually. That's really good. Very, very good. I could see that being passed around the bar, you know, one of those trays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's good. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's dangerous. Yeah, it is actually very easy to drink. Most of it was the uh, the apple, sour apple pucker. Um, wow. But, wow, yeah, that has like a, a tanginess to it. Uh, you could definitely, maybe maybe a little bit of more Goldschlager, maybe more cinnamon if I added a little bit more cinnamon to it, but I wanted the green color because it is the wildfire shot. I, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I but, suspect yeah. this will not be the last we see of the wildfire on Game of Thrones. And no. So we may have to do this again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was very, very good. Our next podcast might be a White Walker. Ooh. As everyone knows, I'm not a big fan of the White Walkers. Yeah, uh, but, but so that'd be a pretty cool shot. So far, we have done, and Franny has concocted each and every one of these shots. The Bloody Arrow, the Beast Mode, the Bird Shit, the Black Monday, the Drogon, the ABC, the Cover the Spread shot, the OBJ Trading Spaces shot, the 50-1 shot in honor of Sonya's birthday, the Penalty Flag, the Yo Soy Fiesta, which I, are we going to rename that? Since uh, Rob Gronkowski did not <laughs> did not see fit to retweet us on uh, after multiple attempts on uh, let's we, let's change it to the IR. We're shot. We're going to call that the IR shot. Um, and this week we have the wildfire shot. Uh, so that's pretty amazing. Uh, and we continue. We'll continue to do this as the season or as the the off season goes on and into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have some amazing storylines during the season that will concoct some shots. I actually happen to see. I spy through my little <laughs> eye. Uh, oh. Sonia is here. Oh, I don't Sonya. know if she'll be joining us right now, but uh, she, she is. is. She, she is. is. She is coming outside. So I'm going to stop the podcast for a second. All right, Sonia, welcome. Uh, welcome, Sonia. God, I never had that type of a welcome before. Well, to you the know, podcast. you are. You, are you the, guys miss me that much. You are the uh, <laughs> the Terrell Owens of this podcast. You are the straw that <laughs> oh. stirs the podcast. I don't know whether to <laughs> smack you, divorce you. <laughs> well, hopefully none of Is the above. Is that a compliment? I'm going to go <laughs> yeah, with the, right? the straw that, you're the Reggie. You can be the Reggie Jackson of the podcast. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, I'm just Sonia. <laughs> all right. Well, Sonia, Sonia you, you did, uh, you were wine tasting today. I did. Um, your sister and I went on a Malibu wine hike. Nice, And nice. it is it is pretty phenomenal. I mean, if if you guys are ever in the area, please try to go. I mean, they've got a giraffe, they've got yaks, they've got water buffalo, Yak. zebras, you name it. And you get to walk through the most beautiful uh, acreage. They've got a thousand acres. Wow. Damn. 300 of it is being used, you know, by by um, the vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to the fires recently, they lost a lot. But um, it, it was just a fantastic day. So. Is, is there a whiskey awesome. hike? No, there's not one. Bourbon? Is there a bourbon hike? There's bourbon? no bourbon or whiskey hike. We'll However, have to go to... Uh, they're, they're we'll have to go to Kentucky, Yeah, I guess. exactly, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, well let's go to Kentucky. Uh, don't let's ask me or, twice. Or, or the home of, of Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Let's do it. 
All right, Sonia. Yes. Uh, well, you have to taste the wildfire shot. The wildfire shot, All Sonia. All right, here I go. Give that a Give it a shot. Yeah. Give the shot a shot. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And it smells really it's good. A little bit left in there. It smells really good. Uh-huh. All right. What do you think? You know what's crazy is I don't taste the alcohol. That's interesting. That's what's scary. Well, actually, it was, it's not a very strong shot uh, because I used uh, it was mostly the uh, the pucker. sour apple pucker mm-hmm. in there, and uh, so you'd probably taste that more than anything. If if I had to redo these shots, I'd probably add more vodka and maybe a little more Goldschlager for that. There's uh, Goldschlager, the, the in cinnamony here? flavor. Is that what I'm? Tasting? That's what that. Yeah, yeah for then sure. I am tasting the the booze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely <laughs> am. I thought it was a gold. I thought it was a pucker, but no. Yeah, yeah. You just it, said it. Yeah. It is very good. Yeah, it very has good. a... Front it. Yeah, I don't know. The shots have... <laughs> you missed your Colin. Um, the shots have layers. It's good. The shots have yeah. layers. I like the color. It was, yeah, it was nice. I mean, and, and all the listeners can uh, take a look on Instagram. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look on Instagram or Twitter. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, like we mentioned earlier, we almost set the house on fire. Yes. Well, well, you weren't well, here for well, that. Sonia was not here. Shots. I'm like, yeah, yeah, pour, just pour it. Just pour it. <laughs> we siphoned uh, some so, gas Friday's from the, over there with like a Q-tip. They got a Q-tip on the wood. I'm like, just pour it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Just Friday. light it on oh fire. God. What's next up on the big board? And next up on the big board, Ben, well, we have our agreement. Oh, yeah, we have a, Bell a, Brown solid, a solid agreement. Cowboys shot. So if I say anything negative about the Cowboys... I take a shot. If you take, or if, if you say anything negative about uh, Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, then you take a shot of the Jack Fire. And I don't mind Jack Fire. We should probably get a nastier shot than this because I, 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 I could. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably. That's, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be singing Le'Veon Bell's praises. I'll be saying he's the best rapper ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll definitely take a shot if we say anything negative about the Cowboys, and we have some Cowboys news coming up later. We do, we do. Yeah. And Sonia, you'll be the arbiter of the... Well, yeah, Sonia, yeah. if Sonia says anything negative about the Rams... Oh, yeah, yeah. The Rams? Actually, so yeah, Sonia, we left that off. I left yeah, that off. My apologies. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. If you say something negative about the Rams, uh, but the person who's not involved, which is typically will be you, probably, you will be the arbiter of whether or not anything I say or Franny say is shot-worthy. I can do that. All right. Sign as the judge. We should get a gavel for it. Like just yeah, we should. Right. <laughs> Where's the? Um... Oh yeah, yeah. Where oh, yeah, yeah. are the buzzers? Well, yeah, yeah. The, buzzer. yeah. the buzzers are behind you there. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? We have some tag team news. I think you have some tag team news, Ben. We do. We do indeed. Uh, Eagles, Seahawks, and Steelers. Where would you like to start? Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, we'll start with the Seahawks. Uh, you had a few. Signings this yes, week, uh, Sonia. You saw, you brought back uh, defensive end Cassius Marsh, who was uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. I think you guys drafted him three or four years ago. I want to say he was at the Pats too. Yeah, he played with the Pats for for a period of time. And you also brought back Nate Orchard, who was with yeah, Buffalo and someone else last year. I'm not sure, uh, but they're both sort of competent. Defensive ends, there's nothing special about either one of them. Uh, but I know that Cassius Marsh was originally taken uh, in the draft by the Seahawks, so I think there's a, yep. uh, you know the folks are happy to have him back. What do you think of those uh, pickups? I mean, finally some pickups. Finally, the board for for the Seattle Seahawks uh, is I th- not I empty. Think, I think Cassandra's mind is on Russell Wilson right now. 
It's yes, always on Russell Wilson. But that's like number nine. We'll so get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get there eventually. <laughs> we, were hope, we were hoping you would have a few more shots before we got to the Russell Wilson oh, yeah. subject. Uh, why? why? Just say something negative. That? Say something negative about the Rams so we can give you a shot. Yeah, yeah. Why? I have nothing to say against the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about God. Todd Gurley? We can't. You know what? He's hurt. So I really He's hurt. always hurt. I'll pray for him. I will pray for him. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we can't. We can't bait her into this. No. Yeah, that's true. No. Well, he did cost Le'Veon Bell some money. So. <laughs> uh, also, uh, you know, your team, the Seattle Seahawks, only has four picks in the 2019 draft. Yep. The Seahawks currently have a first-round pick, 21st overall, a third-round pick, 84th overall, and a fourth-round pick. 124th overall and a fifth round pick, 159th overall. So essentially, not a pick. Yeah, well, uh, no, not necessarily. Well, 159th. I mean, what, what, when, what pick was Russell Wilson? Uh, he was pretty late. He was fourth round, too, right? Yeah, fourth round or third round. Uh, I don't know. Somewhere around there. I'll look. I yeah, he was, was there. There. he was up there. He was up there. What do you think, Sonny? Is it safe to say that you'll try to make more than four picks? In other words, Will you attempt to trade some picks for some more picks or trade no. some players for picks? No. Um, we're, we're storing our nets for, for Russell Wilson. <laughs> Look, we only have four picks, and we need Russell, so they're going to try to extend him. Um, next year, I think we have, what are they called? The four, um, they're not complimentary. What are they called? Four gratuitous. <laughs> 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 what is it called? Um they get compensatory f- pick. That's oh, it. compensatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I can't say that word. Just like I can't say the word R-U-R-A-L. I can't say it. <laughs> rural? R-U-R-A-L. R- rural. Oh, rural. Rural? Rural. rural. Well, because you grew- <laughs> that's because you grew up in the city. Rural. Todd, uh, Todd Grural. The, <laughs> the word on the street is that the Seahawks will be either trading you know, some of their higher picks this year and picks in subsequent years in an effort to acquire more picks this year. That's sort of widely expected that they and they might actually trade away their first round pick to the New England Patriots in order for uh the Patriots to assure themselves that they are able to pick up a tight end in the first round. <laughs> okay. So that's the rumor for the Seahawks. Right. I'm okay. All right. All right. What's next up? You want to do Eagles or Steelers? Let's go with the Eagles, Ben. Oh, we're going with the Eagles. Howie effing Roseman. Man, the guy's been doing oh an awesome my job. God. The guy has been a genius uh, this year. Since he came back. <clears throat> he has uh, reduced the cap. Uh, they've actually reduced their cap hit this year from $19 million over the cap to more than $24 million under the cap. We're actually signing Russell Wilson. Shut your pie hole. I mean, this is pretty amazing. I mean, this is actually a pretty amazing set of moves that Howie Roseman has made. To be exact, the Eagles have $24,190,641 available under the cap. Man, the guy is a financial genius. This guy. I mean, it's it's 11th most currently in the NFL and the most among NFC East teams. And we stuffed the draft. Whatever. Uh, and I you mean, were talking about uh, who was the running back, Duke Johnson. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, not during the podcast, but before the podcast, we were talking about this. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how it would work, but but the rumor is that the Eagles are targeting Duke Johnson, who reportedly wants the Browns to trade him. Mm. Uh, word on the street is that Duke Johnson will not show up to camp, um, and Johnson did not show up already to the beginning of the Browns' offseason 
training program. Uh, and and the word on the street is that that the Eagles are interested in moving on Duke Johnson. I mean, I think that would be a crowded backfield. I mean, in... you already have Howard, you have Clements. I mean, Ajayi is sitting on the sideline right now. Uh, you have Adams. I mean, you have so many guys. I mean, and, and Sproles is still. I mean, he's going to come back next yeah, year yeah, yeah. too. So I, I, you know, uh, does Duke Johnson want to be an offensive coordinator, or does he want to be a player? Well, I mean, there is a the rumor with the GII is that he does not want to return to the Eagles. I'm not sure exactly why that is the case. Uh, But he is looking to sign somewhere else. Contract possibly. But that is still crowded backfield. I mean, with Clement and uh, Adams, Adams and Sproles, Sproles and what's his name from Chicago? Who Howard? Howard. Um, and I feel like I feel like it would be a weird move, but I don't feel like it would be a weird move for the Eagles. Uh, no, I mean, you always it, seem to have a if, entire if have, stable of running backs. If back they have there. room for him, if they can sign him, if if they feel that he could be a complement to the backfield, then yeah, go ahead and, and and sign him. But I think there are other positions that they, you know, should be able to focus on, namely the secondary. Yeah, yeah, you know, get for some sure. secondary guys. Maybe get a safety. Get some depth. You know, Friday's always complaining about the DBs over. Well, it's been ten years since we've had some good, uh, you know, cornerbacks <laughs> or or safeties. That's I mean, true. Uh, Having know, the best, one of the best defensive lines in the, you know, in the entire league for multiple years is not know, enough. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, so those are you know, those are the 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 news for uh, the Seattle Seahawks and Philadelphia the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, for the Steelers this year, you know, this this past week, they were able to cut ties with oft-whiny Morgan Burnett. Uh, he was one of their, uh, you know, actually their their their, their <laughs> most high-profile <laughs> signing <laughs> last year in the offseason. Uh, they brought the safety in uh, last year uh, on a $14.35 million contract. And, you know, the reality is he got hurt early in the year, and the, the Steelers opted to instead go with their their rookie safety. Morgan Burnett did not play a significant amount of snaps last year. He's been complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining uh, that he would like to be used more in a nickel package. He wants to be used on, as an every-down safety, so we were able to cut ties with him. I think he got picked up by someone in the same division this past week, although I'm not sure who. And it's you know it's just I think it's a good move for the Steelers. I mean they were able to cut ties with someone who didn't want to be on the team, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. You know we'll see um, what happens with uh, you know with the safety position. You know as we're going coming up on the draft. Uh, the only other news for the Steelers is that, is that there was a significant amount of activity bringing people in for workouts and the Steelers facility, and a lot of these folks were running backs and that's a little bit disconcerting uh considering the fact that as you know as far as I'm concerned they definitely need to focus on you know bringing in some corners bringing in some inside linebackers and definitely bringing in uh some tight ends and definitely making tight end a priority in the draft although so pretty much everything uh, pretty, <laughs> so it's it's very similar to what the Eagles need except the fact that you guys don't need any inside linebackers um <laughs> Oh well, we took one of yours, and the yeah, exactly. The only decent inside linebacker we have was, was he really was, decent though? Was, yeah, I mean, LJ Force not bad. I had I mean, no idea not who bad. that was. I had no idea he was you a know, special teams guy mostly. You know, a little known fact, as Cliff Clavin would say, the Steelers only had. I mean, they had the sixth ranked 
uh, defense in the AFC or sixth ranked defense overall. I think last year. I mean, the defense wasn't. They were they were sixth ranked terrible. in the AFC North. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we definitely need to bring in a corner. We haven't had a yeah. corner since Rod Woodson retired, mm-hmm. other than Joe Hayden and Ike Taylor. And, and you know they're decent. They're decent corners, uh, but they're not shutdown corners. They're not. They're not Pro Bowl caliber corners. Uh, so you know, I, we, we did actually bring in. Uh, the Steelers actually did bring in a cornerback from the defunct AAF <laughs> this week. I'm not sure of the guy's name. I'm, I, he will not have a name until he actually starts a game. Uh, but they did actually bring in a cornerback from the AAF. Uh, so there you go. Any comments about the Steelers? No. All right. No, Ben. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we just have uh, general NFL news. Oh, we for, have. Yeah, but we did have some NFL news all this the week. Teams, we did have not some, just our teams. A big giant bomb dropped in Arlington, Texas this week. <laughs> uh I mean this is this is huge news. Uh DeMarcus Lawrence signs or is about to sign a contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Over one hundred million dollars over five years. Sixty-five That's million dollars guaranteed, crazy. twenty-one million dollars a year, and the first year salary with signing bonus will be over thirty-one million dollars. Frane, say something negative about the Cowboys. Um, I don't mind Jack Fire. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you I, have to be thrilled with I, this I, move. I mean, pissing away all this money. I, I, mean, I do. I do think it. it's an excellent move, especially with uh, you, you know, in the near future, they're going to have to sign Zeke. Uh, they're going to have to think about their starting quarterback position. Um, so you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen with those guys. But that's a large chunk of money going to one player, who, in my opinion. He's not a huge impact player. I, just, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I watch, I watch every single, you know, Eagles Cowboys game. Obviously, I, I watch, watch I every watch, single. I watch a lot Cow- of Cowboys. Cowboys game. I, I watch a lot of Cowboys games just because they're in our division. He's not one of those guys that really stands out to me. And it's like, you know what, that guy deserves all that money. I'm sure they can find a cheaper replacement for him. But man, I, I mean, I'm, I as an Eagles fan, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I mean his numbers are good. I mean his numbers are good. The pressures are high. The sacks are high. The but is he worth all of that? Money? I don't think there's a single defensive end in the league that I've ever seen in my lifetime that's worth that kind of money mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of cap hit. I mean, you see what happens to Errol Donald, Aaron Donald, uh, J.J. Watt. I mean, it's just too easy to scheme these guys out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for twenty-one million dollars, I mean, I think the Cowboys felt like they were over a barrel and they were either going to have to either you know, rescind the, the franchise tag and let him become a free agent, or they were going to have to sign him. Mm-hmm. And I think they chose to sign him. I think it was, you know, a pretty poor move. I, I think the defense is fairly solid in Dallas already. I think they could have picked up an end in the draft uh, and probably spent their money a little bit more effectively on offense. Or just hold out, you know. You know, or just, or just you know, figure out a, a, another way to go but i just mm-hmm. i just don't think that p- paying that kind of money for a defensive end is worth it i mean i think that you're better off with a high quality high impact linebacker uh like Khalil Mack uh or one of those guys or like even a Bobby Wagner i would actually pay Bobby Wagner 
more money than I would pay Demarcus Lawrence if I had the, if I had an option as to bring. I mean, I would pay Bobby Wagner twenty one million dollars before I would pay Demarcus Lawrence twenty one mm-hmm. million dollars. So I think it's great for the Eagles for sure. Um, What's good for the division? Yeah, it's great. I mean, well, the Redskins are with the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, but so, <laughs> and the Giants are the Giants. Uh, what happened to the NFC East? Um, Sonia, thoughts on uh, Demarcus Lawrence and his $65 million guaranteed and what, 105 to play a fairly over five. easy position to take out of the game? Well, uh, <laughs> you know what that does for me, right? <laughs> You know, Frank Clark is going to sit back and go... Oh, this affects the Seahawks. That is true. That is true. Hey, (laughs) Am I worth anything close to that? Um, No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think Frank Clark will get that kind of money. I I don't think he will either. I think they'll give it to Russ before they'll give it to Frank, but um, it's it's too bad. And and what's really strange is that's a lot of money. Yeah, well, for Frank Clark, <laughs> it's a for, it means, for, he's the highest paid defensive Frank player Clark, in the though, history of the NFL next year. Yeah, for Frank Clark, though, I mean, what is it uh, for the franchise tag? It's seventeen and a half. Yeah, million something seventeen, dollars? eighteen million, give or take. I, mean, just, I, don't, I don't. What's wrong with these guys? It's like Le'Veon Bell this year. Exactly. I mean, Jesus they Christ. need to put a cap. And Le'Veon, now it's Le'Veon even worse. Bell, Le'Veon Bell, he's not going to make that money back. No, 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 he's no, 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 no. A lesser contract. Well, no, I mean, his, his, with the his, Jets, we have a little bit of that coming up. Uh, you know, coming up later on the show. Yeah. His, 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 his rap career is going to take off for sure. I, well, hey, I, I mean, I'm his, sure his, there uh, will be people uh, that will listen. Hey, Keenan yeah. Allen is, is very is very uh, not haters uh, like you, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it really, I mean, it puts a, a little bit of a, a wrench into the works there in Seattle. For sure. Although I don't think Frank Clark is going to expect $21 million, 65 guaranteed. I don't know. Over $100 million over five know. years. Yeah. I don't know. At that position, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald, uh, nine, I keep saying it. They had Aaron Donald, they had Dante Fowler, they had Peters, they had Tlaib for some of the year. Um, they were stacked on defense in terms of highly paid, highly compensated players, and they were the 19th ranked defense in the league. It takes more than one player or mm-hmm. a, even a handful of players on defense uh, making tons and tons and tons of money uh, to really make your defense go and work as a unit. So I think, uh, you know, interesting times we live in. <laughs> uh, next up on the, uh, the the NFL news, we have the McCarthy-Aaron Rodgers drama. Yeah, Ben, me, me and you talked about this uh, before the podcast, and you have uh, quite a bit to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really have that much to say about it. Uh, you know, there was a really good article published this week by Bleacher Report. Uh, many, many words. I think thousands of words, in fact. I think it took <laughs> me about 40 minutes to get through it all. Uh, but in a nutshell, uh, Aaron Rodgers thinks that Mike McCarthy is a buffoon with the lowest football IQ of anyone that he's encountered since he was in high school. And uh, Aaron Rodgers believes that, or uh, Mike McCarthy believes that Aaron Rodgers is an entitled, arrogant, smarty pants who isn't as smart as he thinks he is, who uh, improvises too much, who uh, audibles too much, who doesn't uh, put the team's needs ahead of uh, his own needs. I mean, neither uh, individual came off very well in the article, so it isn't fair to say that McCarthy uh, came off better or Aaron Rodgers came off better. I I was surprised to see that Aaron Rodgers was the kind of person who cut ties with his friends and teammates and family so easily and so permanently. 
Uh, I was surprised to see that there were so many teammates that were willing to speak negatively of him after playing with him for a number of years. There were, I mean, to be fair, there were there were a number of players who thought it was a bunch of hogwash, and he was a you know a, a, a just a just a gritty player who wants to win. But clearly, uh, if he's holding a grudge in 2018 and 19 over having to sit for four hours in the draft room in 2006, I think that's a little pathetic. Um, but apparently that is part of the case. He's been talking. Well, the draft is too slow, by the way. It's too I mean, slow. He's, he's but I mean, for a while, but they, they don't. They, they shouldn't give every team five minutes or whatever it is, or ten minutes, you know, to pick a player. Yeah, just yeah, choose yeah. them. You know, you, you know who you're going to take. Just two minutes. Just choose these guys. And let's I get don't on disagree. With it. I mean, but it, I mean, but to be you know harboring a grudge because Mike McCarthy made a bad, just you know, made a bad evaluation of of the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith back in 2006. I mean, that seems a little petty. Um, I mean, even though even though Mike McCarthy said when he was with the Niners back in, I think it was 2005, 2006, that Alex Smith was clearly a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Who cares? I mean, it's 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 13 years ago. Um, but so I mean, it, it, it the the crux of the article is it, it's just a sad situation. The, the Packers probably could have won at least one more Super Bowl if both of these guys had been a little bit less pigheaded and a little bit less arrogant and a little bit less stubborn. Um, but neither neither individual comes off uh, particularly well. Um, Franny, what do you think? I, I agree with you, Ben. You know, I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, that Aaron Rodgers has that big of an ego that he holds grudges for that long. I mean, you have to be a professional in this league. You have to be, have a little bit of humility. You have to understand the team. It's not all about just the quarterback. It's about the entire team. And, um, you know, they, they could have won. Uh, you know, multiple Super Bowls. They they won one, unfortunately, against the Steelers. Yes, ben, I'm sorry yes, about yes. that. <laughs> I, I still that remember way. standing about ten feet from where <laughs> I'm sitting right now when it happened. Yeah, but I yeah, I I didn't know about the article. But uh, you said you had you know not much to say, but you you did have quite a bit to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, apparently they almost came to blows yeah. on multiple occasions. Apparently last year. Uh, but I think Mark Mike McCarthy had his run. With Green Bay, he had his chance, and I think it's better to just move on from Mike McCarthy, get a new start, you know, and and um, you know, see where it goes from here. I agree. I mean, if you listen to past podcasts, I am I've never been a big fan of Mike McCarthy. I do oh think yeah, he's no, a buffoon. Ben, ben hates him. Uh, but you know, I mean, if, if if not having anyone in charge for a number of years until the president, you know, established more control this year, I think is what led to part of the problem. Apparently last year Rodgers was calling one third of the plays mm-hmm. in the huddle himself, either audibling or literally drawing plays out on the turf, uh, like a sandlot game. <laughs> so you know, I mean, clearly Rodgers wants to win. I just think he probably needs a little bit of help in the uh, people person skills mm-hmm. department. Mm-hmm. Sonia, any thoughts on the, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, discount double check. Well, <laughs> <that's> funny. <laughs> uh, those commercials are kind of funny. Um, Sorry, uh, you know, he he stopped talking to his family too. I don't yeah, know if yeah. You guys heard? Yeah, I was, I was surprised by completely, that. Completely, yeah. Um, I only learned about that because of The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> was Aaron Rodgers one of the Bachelors? No, his brother was. Oh, really? That's right. Yeah. Was he yeah. really? I think. Yeah, that, his yeah. brother. Uh, he was a bat. He was no. Wait. There was a bachelorette, and then well, he was one of the guys. The yeah. Really? Yeah, and so. Um, she had picked him, and uh, they went to his home, and 
Aaron wasn't there, and they kind of fumbled through why he wasn't there. Wow. So That's awkward. You know, <laughs> he doesn't talk to his parents because of something. Yeah, he doesn't he, talk to anyone in his family, apparently. Um, I, I hear... Well, for, for I the most part. I hear that they are now kind of on speaking terms, so... Um, Just weird. Yeah, but I, I mean... He, if you're not talking to your family and you've got an issue with a lot of people that you're working with, it, it may not be them. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he do, he does all his talking on the field. I mean, he's he's the in my opinion. I know. As you guys know, I, I know. think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. I don't think so. I'll, I'll take NFL. Brady over him. Anyway. I will take Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> but that's uh, you know that's I mean physical attributes. I mean, I, all I can say about that is because I know I do it from What's time that? to time is that that's easy what's easy uh the reality is is not you know cutting people off and cutting ties and saying i'm done with you and not speaking to them again that's easy uh you know picking up the phone and having a conversation with someone that you don't really want to talk to yeah to try to iron it out yeah. that's hard right uh talking to your teammates after after they've wronged you uh and trying to work it out that's hard yeah i mean it's, it's easy to cut ties with people because i know i do it uh and it's and the reason that i do it is because it's much more difficult and emotional to actually reach out to someone and try to, you know, mend those fences. So it, it, it sounds like he's taking the easy way out in a lot of the things that he encounters in his professional and personal life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I need to send this podcast to a lot of people, don't I? <laughs> Probably, but I'm admitting to it. I mean, I, I mean, I, the reality is I know it's easier. I mean, it's just easier to come home and, sh- and slam the door and say, I'm done with you. Yeah. I mean, it's easy because you shut it out of your mind. You yep. don't, you know, yep. it's, it's much more easy. Yep. Yeah, but that so. was shocking though. When you, when, I mean, when we talked this, talked about this before the podcast, uh, I, I was shocked, you know, to, to learn that he cut off that many people, including his family. Yep. That's pretty surprising. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the book is he, he's not as smart as he thinks he is on the on the football field. He is, but he's as talented <laughs> as he thinks he is, and that that might be the in- disconnect there. He's as talented as he thinks he is, but he might not be as smart as he thinks he is. Is uh, he talented, or are the people oh around? Oh my god! Him? Of course he's talented. I mean, are yeah, the people I mean, around him? No, you can't argue with the talent. I mean, okay. with with the garbage. You know, McCarthy hasn't put a decent team on the field, and the, the management in Green Bay hasn't put a decent team on that field in, in seven or eight years. No, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I'd even say... when they won the Super Bowl, when they beat the Steelers, I thought the Steelers were better. Were a better team. Yeah, yeah. they were a better team. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't want to say too much about that. Well, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> they just they they haven't had. I mean, you know, there's something to be said for the Chinese system. You know, of of of, of a you know of a government managed economy. Of a centralized economy, because what happened in Green Bay for several years was no one was in charge, mm-hmm. and if no one's in charge, then no one's in charge. Um, so, do you have anything else to add about Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely Rogers? not. I wish him well, Franny. Well, um, apparently he's an asshole, but you know, <laughs> but sometimes, don't care. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes uh, for these players that are the best at what they do, you have to have a big ego and, and you have to be an asshole. I think we talked about Kobe Bryant, who is a living legend. Uh, and and Michael Jordan as well. I mean, those guys are also assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're not and, the and, nicest guys. Um, but you know, I think in order to succeed and be the best, you you have to cut people out. But cutting out family—that's surprising. Yeah. yeah, and and the reality is, I mean, he shows up to play. Uh, I mean, unlike you know Antonio Brown, he shows up 
to play. He doesn't sit. He doesn't say, "I'm not going to play against Arizona at the end of the year." Yeah, you know, he show. And we also talked about Rainer, uh, Ben Roethlisberger too. Yeah, I mean, he's got an ego. I mean, a huge ego. Uh, and just this year, he decided that he may not do his radio show, uh, which people have been begging him not to do for for years and years and years. <laughs> Because that's the, the, the platform that he uses to insult his teammates. And it's been, you know, a subject of consternation for a long time, and he's refused to stop doing it. Um, and I think I think Roethlisberger's got an ego, too. He's got that sort of passive-aggressive, insulting way about him in the in the interviews where, every, so, you know, I'm going to take responsibility, but then I'm going to tell you exactly why I think we, we failed. And it's not really because I took responsibility. It's because of all these other things and all these other mistakes that people made. Mm-hmm. Um, so Roethlisberger's got a little bit... Of that too, uh, you know. Unfortunately, or fortunately, if you live in New England, you know Tom Brady doesn't seem uh, to have that. He, you know, he flies to California and then he flies back today with his boss, who's you know facing criminal charges. You know, he he, <laughs> he does he sticks by his team. So, anyone have anything to add about? Uh, okay, <laughs> the next thing up. Le'Veon Bell versus Keenan uh, uh, Allen. Let me, pour, let me pour a shot right now. <laughs> let me pour a shot right now because Ben will say something negative. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has a terrible rap song that he <laughs> released this oh, week. No. Um, I mean, it was pretty awful. Uh, and, and you have that queued up, Ben? I think uh, let's. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll cue that up for you. All right. All right, Ben, and so you do have uh, the song queued up. I haven't heard this yet. Actually, me and Sonia haven't heard this yet. So let's listen to his rap song. No, we're not breaking no rules. I got a stone in you fools. I'm working, don't need no tools. And they're not signing me back, but they got to pay for it too. I got to stay on the move. I got to stick it and move. I'm only going to be the truth. My diamonds fresh out the pool. I know that my bed is boom. You wanna do what I do? I don't think you got a clue. They got control over you. Hey, they don't want you at the table. They gonna um. put you through some bullshit, babe. It's interesting. I have no idea what he's saying. I like the beat. Yeah, but he don't do the beat. Yeah, I know, I know. But well, the beats. I mean, the beats good. I mean, it has a good beat. But I, I don't understand what the what, hell did he say. You know, and and I, well, I do this. I mean, well, I don't listen to new rap because it's. it's I need the bouncing I, ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I love it. So he posted this I like on old school rap, but that that <laughs> is. Um, uh-uh. What you what. Jeff, what you're saying? Well, it's a good thing he signed a $50 million contract with the Jets because <laughs> he's not going to make a lot of money uh, yeah, so, with his rap career. So he posted this on Instagram. I mean, Shaq's stuff was better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Shaq had better rap. Yeah, the, father didn't, the stepfather didn't bother. The father didn't bother. So he posted this on Twitter saying, are you ready? You know, is this on fire or is it trash? Yeah. And Keenan Allen uh, – <laughs> Uh, tweeted back at him. I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it banned, bro. Whatever that means exactly. It says, "This ain't it, trash." <gasps> yeah, Akita Allen, as, you, as we all know, plays for the uh, <laughs> for yeah uh, San Diego Char- or uh-huh. the, Sorry, the LA Chargers. Uh, and then Keenan Allen says, "You know, Le'Veon Bell says, if you honestly felt that way, you could have just texted me and said that." <laughs> LOL. But it seems even people with check marks want to troll to seek attention for mentions nowadays. Enjoy this buzz fuzz. It's all positive vibes. I, so he calls. He asks people to tell him whether it's trash or not. Keenan yeah. Allen says it's trash, and, and he gets all pissed off about it. 
And then Keenan Allen says, I was not trolling on my mama, bro. I don't troll. Like I said, I speak facts. You shouldn't have asked if you ain't want the truth. Yeah. All love over here, bro. I, I mean, look, Keenan Allen was just being honest with the guy. I mean, it, seriously, I don't... I, I don't know what the hell he said in that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the beat. The beat's nice and everything. I mean, you know, it's it's a nice hip hop beat, rap beat. But um, I, no I don't understand what he, what he said. It was terrible. Of course, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. I just got to give Keenan Allen credit for, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, Le'Veon Bell is a moron. He doesn't have any idea what he's. Oh, oh my God! Yes, uh, there's a shot. There is the shot right there. Whoa! whoa. Doing? Sonia points oh, it out, shit. man. Uh, That's very negative. That's very that negative, was negative of you. That's true. That is true. Here, here, here. Uh, that's that's I mean, just about just a shot come. right there. Uh-uh. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Oh, I don't you know started this. I know, but I can't help it. I mean, if something, I mean, if one, of, if Bell or Brown does something stupid, I can't help myself. All right, <laughs> here we go. Here's a shot. Mm-hmm. Cheers, Ben. Next week, we want you to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I mean, the guy is just not very smart. I mean. I mean, do you expect people to not? I mean, you put something out there and you say, "Did he respond?" Tell to me it? if this is good or not. Yeah. And someone says it's not. You can't take constructive criticism. And so why did you ask for the criticism? Yeah, was you that the only person that responded to him? Oh, uh, I'm sure it wasn't the only person, but it was. The but only whoever, person whoever, note. whoever created that beat, it, it could probably be a good song, but not with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just. I mean, the beats are done by professionals. Yeah, who, yeah. Actual people that know music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't they have it on GarageBand? You just <laughs> <laughs> rap beat. That's uh, right. So uh, I, I guess I I guess I deserved that shot, but it was worth it to, yep. to listen to to watch. Yeah, someone who's actually you know knows what he's doing. Troll uh, Le'Veon Bell. That was that was interesting and fun for me. But I mean, Keenan Allen doesn't need he doesn't he doesn't need followers. People know who Keenan Allen yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not some random dude on yeah, the yeah. street. That's, he's an you awesome know. awesome player. Yeah. Awesome player. Unfortunately, he's been injured, you know, uh, well, not this past season, but the, last, the past two seasons before yeah, yeah, the yeah. season. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't He doesn't need the attention. He, you know, people know who he he's is. He's just keeping it real, yeah. bro. What does that mean by check mark? Oh, and on Twitter, if you, you know, if... Uh, yeah, see, I don't it's official, Twitter, right? Actually, ben. Yeah, I mean, if it's you have a Twitter. check mark, it's a, official. A check mark is essentially you are a person of note. And they okay. have confirmed. So, in other words, if, if someone wants to say, I'm Le'Veon Bell... Uh, there could be. There's probably 150,000 mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell accounts on Twitter. The one with the check mark is the one that Twitter has confirmed. Right. This is in fact Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. So if you see a message from this person with a check mark, you know it's coming from yeah. Le'Veon Bell, or because there's so okay. many fake accounts all over the place. Like Ben's if, account. Yeah, yeah. So that says, I made a mistake. I should have yeah. stayed with the Steelers. Thirsty Gold. <laughs> Thirsty Gold does not have a check. It does not have a check mark. <laughs> Um, but, but people create <laughs> fake accounts, you know, for whoever, Kobe Bryant or, you know, and, yeah. they're, and, they're all, and, they, and they always use the same exact picture that the person, the celebrity or the, the athlete uses. So they're trying to trick people into thinking that it's, it's Le'Veon Bell or it's whoever. Okay. So they essentially verify you. Gotcha. Although I don't think Twitter's doing that anymore. Uh, next up, Bob Kraft in the NFL news. Hmm. Did you hear the news about Bob Kraft this week? Not this week. No. So he was offered a deal. He was essentially offered a diversion program. All he has to do is plead guilty huh. to misdemeanor solicitation. Say he did it, and he won't serve any jail time. He'll have a misdemeanor on his record, uh, but he has refused to do so. What? Instead, he has challenged the search warrant. He has challenged the evidence that the police have, and he has refused to show up to court on the court date on which he is scheduled wow. to he, enter wait, his plea. he refused? Plea. Yeah, he's essentially Isn't not that going, against the law? Yeah, it is. Uh, so he is not going to so show up. So he's a up. fugitive. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I'm a misdemeanor, probably not a fugitive. Uh, but he's he's running from the law. Yeah. So rather than just admit, I mean, he's going to jump off a dam. Yeah. I mean, it's mind-boggling to me. Wait, wait, wait. So he wants to maintain not guilty. Yeah. Who cares? He's 80 years old. It, yeah. I mean, I just don't care. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's just so. Yeah. It's so. He's probably getting head right now. It's from so some... much like someone who inherited Underage. a company worth billions of dollars. I mean, Asian escort. It's just my, and the, the video apparently is there. Uh-huh. Apparently, when he walks in, everyone recognizes him, and he mm-hmm. hugs all of the people there. And then he walks in, has his uh, encounter, and then he offers the the woman a hundred dollar bill, and uh, you know another bill. I don't know what the other bill was. I mean, I guess it's a max a hundred dollar bill. Um, but yeah, it's just it just blows my mind that the guy won't just take the misdemeanor. You know, admit to well, what I he mean, did, he's... and wow. then put this behind him. He wants to drag it out even yeah. further. I'm sure by the by the time we get to the end of this, he will be innocent because he has a team of lawyers and he's very wealthy, <laughs> and uh, that's probably why he's doing it. Yeah, and Tom Brady you know? was in L.A. and then they flew. He flew back on the private jet yeah, with yeah. Kraft today or when yesterday. Have, yeah. What? Uh, as a show of solidarity, so they got off the plane at the same time with Asian escorts. <laughs> yeah, and, and I heard on what? I mean either on Twitter or on a, another podcast that the 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 issue of the of the human trafficking had been put to bed that that wasn't the case in this particular spot. And my understanding is that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Is that they are still investigating uh, whether or not these people were brought to the United States and were acting uh, oh, and doing on, these things on. against their will. Yeah. Tom Brady was on a plane with Kraft to show solidarity that he believes that the man is. Guilty? <laughs> well, he believe, he, you know, that, that we're going to show solidarity as a team. I mean, as the Patriots, you know? that no matter what you do, we're okay with it. You know, it's Mark Jackson. You know, He's dead in my, you know, hand job down, man down. Okay. I mean, it's, you gotta... <laughs> that's disgusting, man. Whatever. It's uh, you got to stick together there. I don't understand how to stick together with that. Uh, Whatever, bros. Bef- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I just, I just find it the, like the height of arrogance that you just. I mean, all yeah. he would have to do is enter a diversion program, take some classes, do some community service, admit, you, know, you know, essentially plead to a misdemeanor, not even a felony, mm-hmm. a misdemeanor, and just end it. But he, he's Disgusting so arrogant pig. that he won't even do that. And apparently, there is the the video is. The video mm-hmm. that shows all of the the Belichick. Did, did you know it was the morning of the championship game? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is just, you, so you so you have time to stop for a handy, get on a plane, <laughs> and fly to the championship. I mean, how much money does one person need? You know, well, you have time to stop at Trader Joe's. I'm like, ah, I'd rather just go to Trader Joe's and get a bagel this morning. <laughs> and then I'm going to fly halfway across the country for the game <laughs> instead of just getting a bagel in another city. Uh, I'm never buying Kraft cheese again. Oh God! <laughs> and he he wasn't like he built that company. It's all Tillman's. What is it? Oh my goodness! <laughs> is it Tillman? Tillamook. Tillamook? Tillamook. Tillamook for me. All right, I did have one other thing in the NFL news. It's more of a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm happy to keep this short. I think Sonia will probably yes. like to keep it short. <laughs> So with all the quarterbacks this year, quarterbacks last year, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk. And I actually had another mock draft subject on here, but I took it off. Um, <laughs> if you are a team with an average quarterback, you know, you have a Tannehill, you know, Jameis Winston, or you have a Tannehill, or you have a Fitzpatrick, or you have a Flacco, or mm-hmm. you have a well, Flacco, you can't. Okay, you can't Flacco won him. a Super Bowl. 
Flacco did win a Super Bowl. I mean, he wasn't the greatest quarterback, but he did still win one. Do you feel the same way about Eli? Probably the best defense I've ever seen. He won two. He won two. So, I mean, I can't really say anything about Eli. Okay. So, if you have one of these quarterbacks, right? I mean, this harkens back to, remember the days when, well, you probably, Sonia probably remembers these days. (laughs) When Aaron, Rodgers, <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers was sitting behind Brett Favre for a number of years, or yeah. when Steve Young was sitting behind uh, Joe Montana for a number of years, and I know the rookie contracts are make that more complicated these days. But if you have one of these these marginal quarterbacks, these sort of on the bubble quarterbacks, and you know the draft is coming up in a couple weeks, you know, do you take a chance at one of these? You know, do you trade up, or if you're if you're if you're drafting early, say for example the Giants or the Raiders? Um, do you just take one of these uh, top-tier quarterbacks coming out of the draft, or do you stick with what you have and hope for the best? Um, I'm of the mind that you, 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 you take these quarterbacks. When you're there, you take them. If they're there, you take them. You're talking about Josh Rosen and the whole thing, right? Um, if you're the Raiders, you take who's ever available at, at number four because Derek Carr is a mediocre, average quarterback. He's Joe Flacco. He's Case Keenum. He's... Um, well, I mean, you, you brought up Joe Montana. I mean, Joe Montana was also a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, I mean, if, if you're in the Tannehill position, then yes, definitely you, you take a quarterback because Tannehill, I mean, he's not even on with, with the Miami anymore, but they should have, uh, you know, chosen somebody to draft years ago. So if, if you're in that situation, then yes, definitely you should, you should definitely choose somebody, anybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's even if you have a, a, you know, if it's second round, a third round, just just pick somebody. You know, you just never know what's going to happen with these guys, how they will develop. Yeah, I'm just amazed at how many teams that have mediocre quarterbacks just don't even consider, mm-hmm. you know, taking a quarterback in the draft. Yeah, but a lot. I mean, Giants of... last year. I mean, they still could have taken a quarterback in the somebody. second round. Yeah, just take, take anybody. I mean, even even if he's on the practice squad. Yeah. You never know how the guys. He could end up with Russell Wilson or Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you take them in the first round. Maybe not the first round. Oh, I mean, if I'm the like, I think we talked about this last week. I mean, if, I'm, if I'm the Raiders, I take who's ever available at four. I just take them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I, I still I, I'm David. I mean, well, just David Derek? Carr. Derek Carr. David <laughs> Derek. What is no, David Carr's is. a good quarterback. His yeah. brother is not yeah, a good quarterback. Well, yeah, they were both. They were both not very good. But, but anyways, <laughs> I, I would I would I would give uh, Carr a chance. You know, still because uh, I mean, we we obviously saw his potential. Not this past year, but you know, a few years ago, where it was thirteen and three. I mean, it, it, he could be a good, good quarterback in this league. Just remind me, coach. remind me to be really nice to Franny like one time, <laughs> just like extraordinarily nice, like so nice, like just get him like the most amazing gift ever. Because that's like that's all that's gonna as long as I do it that one time. You always do bad. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> be good. The for, two of you yeah. like, What a Super Bowl! He won that one Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer was one of the best quarterbacks. Hey, but Flacco, <laughs> Flacco was also one of your examples. Flacco was never that bad. Who's that? He was never Who's great. Who's that, Sonia? Flacco. He, he, he was never terrible. No, no. He was no. never, he was you never know, terrible. He, he was no Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, <laughs> he was a serviceable quarterback who could get you to the Super Bowl if, if you know, the, if you have a good defense, obviously, like they did that one year, but, you know. Well, the record, book, the record books will look they, at they've them moved the same. On from, but it's been like 10 years now. So I mean, yeah, you move on eventually. Yeah, I, I just I'm a big fan of taking, you know. Well, I just remember those old days when there would be you know whiny, well, who, who, whiny who, quarterbacks sitting on the bench like Steve. As Young the Steelers, and, because the Steelers are are you know Roethlisberger is already time getting <laughs> closer yeah, to the end but of we, his career. But, we, but last two years in a row, we took quarterbacks. We took uh, Mason Rudolph last yeah. year. And that's a smart move. Smart move. And Josh Dobbs the year before. Granted, they weren't first round picks, 
but at least we weren't afraid to to take a quarterback. I mean, Garoppolo is now in San Francisco, not because uh, you know the the Patriots wanted to get rid of him, but because Brady was complaining and a little bit intimidated by having this guy behind him. And I just think that's a, a poor way to sort that's, of manage that's not right. your team. Mm-hmm. I pray for a, another quarterback. No, I mean, yeah, because your quarterback missed exactly zero games in his career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when... I mean, he has literally missed not a single start in his entire career. Okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to... I just... I just I mean, if I, I think Friday and I both would hap- happily trade our quarterbacks for Russell Wilson. No, maybe I don't know if I would, but no. I think I probably would. No, 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 no. The question you asked is: if you have a great quarterback out there, and you're part of a mediocre team, would you pick one up? Well, media. If you already have a mediocre quarterback, absolutely. Why? Why wouldn't I? Exactly. That's why I don't understand why teams don't do it. Because well, there aren't the that Giants, many the Giants great pass. They had the what, what did the Giants have last year? Third, number three. Number well, I mean, what did they have this year? Uh, <laughs> they're also in the top five, aren't they're they? In, I mean, they're in the top five or six. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're not going to take a well this year. I think they will take a quarterback, but last year they could have taken one. Yeah, well, well, they're going to end up with Russell Wilson pretty soon. So, <laughs> oh, stink eye. All right, uh, I think we. Probably. What's next on the big board? Be- beat us to death. What's Come next on. up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our uh, beverage of the week. Ooh, we got our beverage taste of the week. It is another rye. Yeah, we're on the rye train. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this week it is a, it's called Redemption. Hey. Redemption Rye. And I actually have some information right here. Let me just pull that up. Yeah, this is, uh, and it's amazing. You know, just in terms of the display of the bottle, the label, um, we haven't, I haven't uh, taken a sip yet. Yeah. <laughs> but just in terms of the bottle, the labeling, um, and, and a very the picture, nice picture, on, the Instagram. picture on Instagram and Twitter is pretty amazing uh, looking bottle. I've already purchased um, a miter saw to build our liquor cabinet <laughs> because Franny is filling my entire house <laughs> with brown liquor. So I will have to build a liquor cabinet here. So uh, this particular uh, whiskey, Redemption Straight Rye, is sourced from MGP in Indiana. Uh, It has a mash bill of 95% rye and 5% barley malt. The whiskey is aged for two and a half years in new charred American oak. Great for cocktails, apparently. Uh, (laughs) And over ice, uh, try in Manhattan's, uh, Chapel Hills, or uh, Whiskey Sours. And uh, let's give this whiskey a try. Go for it. All right. Sonia, <laughs> you have to try this. I did. She just did. Oh, I did. did. I did. Uh, but what, it doesn't what do you last. Think? It what do you think? Last. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like someone punched me in the mouth. It's a really? little, um, it's not as robust it as burns. the old Forester we tried last week. What would you say? It's woody. It has. Let me let me try this again. Alcoholy. That's yeah. You can definitely taste is, the alcohol in yeah. it for sure. There's. Yeah. It, it's not as robust. The, the The flavors are not as pronounced as they were. I don't taste in the anything. Old There's no aftertaste. Yeah, it, it doesn't but it, linger. A, it doesn't linger. Yeah. Um, would you say it's sweet? No. It has a sweetness. It to does it. have it a little has sweetness, a to sweetness to it. Sweetness to it. It's almost um, buttery. That is, yeah, I can taste that. It has that little butteriness to it. A little bit of spice. Kerosene. Um, Kerosene. 
It's not that bad. It's it's not not Schlievo. Come on now. It's not as complex, I would say, as the old Forester from last week. Um, You know, it it did get uh, a a 90 rating from, uh, was it, I think, Wine 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 Connoisseur. Yeah, something like that. Um, Wine Connoisseur gave them a 90. Yeah, well, ninety from from they one. Know I don't this is yeah, I think I would. I mean, I could be I'm wrong, sure. and please, 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 right? out there, uh, the podcast that we communicate with, the bourbon podcast, and the, and the whiskey podcast that we communicate with, please tell us if we're wrong here. I put this sort of in the sweet, spicy yeah, category. That's a, that's a sweet, slightly woody. I caramel. love the bottle. A little, a little, a little bit of uh, caramel is coming through. I don't Very taste any chocolate or, notes or caramel. Of vanilla. Ah, I smell it. Vanilla. It smells delicious. Yes. I mean, it smells very there good. There is vanilla. Sonia, what say you? I say no. <laughs> I say no. <laughs> no. Little, I, mean, I, I say no. Maple syrup. She's looking for the fruity floral. Maybe ma- no, maple not. syrupy as well. But it definitely. It's, I like it's, the Forester. It's uh, on the sweeter side. Um, we, we, we've tried a lot of bourbons, yep. smokier, but, uh, yeah, this one only a little bit of, a little bit of the wood taste to it. This is more of a sitting in the club, drinking rye, <laughs> the, the old forester. Listening to Le'Veon a, Bell. Uh, <laughs> please don't make me do that. <laughs> it's like a clockwork orange situation right there. Uh, like tie my ears open and make me listen to Le'Veon Bell rap for four hours. Okay. Um, um that's borderline mean. <laughs> it's borderline, borderline, borderline. We might have to pour another shot for uh, you. Man. Might have to give you a baby shot. But this was, uh, this is more of a. The old Forster was more of a cigar in the backyard in an Adirondack chair with your feet up. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I picture myself doing when I drink uh, like a bourbon this, or this, a. Rat. This would be great. Hmm. With what? The right Cuban. Yeah, you cigar. think this would be better with cigars? No, I have a Cuban think... in the garage right now. I have two of them out there, actually. Huh? Should we give it a shot? I See think you guys should, after I leave. <laughs> Sonia said, finish up the podcast. We're off next week. Please finish it up. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I like it. Um, it's good. It's good. It's lighter. It's, it's, it's much lighter than the it, old Forster. It, it, it finishes smoother, but it's just not as complex as the old Forster. I'll this is more this. of a true... Rye. I think this is more of a true, like what you would like a straight arrow rye. Their bottle is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the bo- I mean the labeling the and the beautiful. presentation is amazing. It's if you look simple. at our Instagram page, I don't think old. I don't. Think, it's manly. Yeah, I don't think the company themselves could have done a better job than we did tonight <laughs> <laughs> with our presentation and our Redemption picture. Redemption, if you're listening. <laughs> Friday well, is look, quitting the podcast to go into marketing photography. Please look at him. Do you taste the coffee? Like a little bit of um, Ooh, coffee. like coffee around, like that bitterness to it. I can't get past it burning my esophagus. But it only burns for a but second. But I like that. I like that. I know. I like when it gives you that. I'm, I've got way too much of an immature palate for this. No, I think we're learning. We're learning. Uh-oh. No, I do Hi, taste can it. Hi, can I have I some kerosene? Like, at the back of your, like, you kind of... It's getting taste. more complex as we drink it. Yeah, actually, I might change my mind. No. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a reason that it was rated so highly. Yeah. Uh, typically, I don't like to know the ratings until Franny tells me the ratings. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this one doesn't, like, it doesn't... And, it, and you could see that from our bourbon taste two weeks ago when I chose Jim Beam as my... <laughs> I chose yeah. it as number one. 
<laughs> when you smell it, though, it doesn't, it doesn't punch you in the nose. No. It doesn't. You know, it has a really nice smooth... No, but when you drink it, it punches you in the face. The more you, the more you drink it... <laughs> Isn't that like all alcohol? I, I know. That's what I mentioned last week. Well, but... this is, uh, you know, a two-hour commute like I had this week, a couple days on the way home. That's what I want to see, you know, on the table when I get back. I just I, I don't know. I, I, I will have that. this on the table yeah. for you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank but you I, so that much. That is good. That is good. Yeah, so so far, folks, we've tasted Angel's Envy. Uh, that's a bourbon. We've tasted Decorte Cognac, Pikes Creek Bourbon, Barrel Dovetail Bourbon, Elijah Craig Bourbon, Woodford Reserve Bourbon, Eagle Rare Bourbon, my favorite, although <laughs> not according to the taste, uh, Redemption Rye. Uh, we taste it tonight, Jim Beam and Old Forester Rye. So thank you, Frane, for stocking I think, I think our the, liquor cabinet. I think the Pikes Creek was a rum, though. Oh, think, was it a I rum? Th- I think it might have been a rum. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I believe. I mean, I, th- I think so. We'd have to take a look at the bottle again. And but I think Sonya's that favorite was, was a rum. Sonya's favorite, Jim Beam. Jim Beam. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. All right, folks. Well, seriously, uh, we can't. You know, we, we will say that we would recommend uh, we would recommend this, correct? Redemption Rye. I would. I would recommend. Yeah, it, yeah. I would. Ben would. Sonya, I would recommend. Not so much. Sonya not so much. Yeah. Is only no. recommending uh, Jim Beam. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our beer. Oh yes, of we do. The week. And uh, this is in honor of our new listeners from the wonderful country of Poland. Yeah, multiple listeners over the course of several weeks. Yay! Nice. I know Poland. Thank you for listening. Yeah, my ancestors, apparently. Warsaw. Or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> I have a watch from Poland. <laughs> All right, Friday, what beer are we drinking tonight? We are drinking, and I think this is how you pronounce it, Zivietz. I oh. believe it is Zivietz, at least with a Z, with that little I don't know, accent over it in Croatian. It's a zh, so I'm guessing it's zhivietz, and the W in Polish is a v, so, or v sounding, so zhivietz. All right. Yeah, I, I don't doubt so, right, it. Right, Sonia? Do you agree with me? It sounds good, yeah. I think All right. So. This brewery was founded in 1856, which uh, was then part of Austria-Hungary. It was nationalized oh. after nationalism. National, there's my word I can't pronounce. <laughs> nationalism. All right. <laughs> After the Second World War, because uh, it's of five main breweries. Um, the brewery produces several brands of beer, usually pale ale, ranging from 5.6% alcohol to 9.5% alcohol, which is a pretty potent beer, I would say. Um, it's been brewed in the town of whatever the name of the beer is. Zivietz, <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, Poland for almost 150 years. That's cool. Uh, they also make a porter. We're not tasting the porter tonight, but they do make a porter. Um, but we are tasting their flagship beer, their pale lager. Uh-huh. And it has a very nice color, a nice golden color to it. Very pretty. Yeah. All right, here we go. Nicely, too. had some head. 
Wait, no, Boddington's? <laughs> no, not Boddington's. Boddington's was crappy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are going to make fun of Boddington's mean, from this day I don't know how forward. the beer survived so many <laughs> centuries. Well, I was say, I mean, this is probably insulting, but we didn't, we didn't have any listeners from the UK this week, but I just feel, Boddington is like the UK. I think we UK, lost all of them. It's like the we UK. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the UK in a can. Uh, <laughs> we just... will now never have any <laughs> listeners from the UK. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Well, let's try it. Let's give this a shot. Oh my God, Franny was right. What? It's a wow. Nice, it's a light, crispy, yeah, beer. It's very good. It's a very light. It's very drinkable. Yeah, very drinkable. Has a little bit of flavor to it, not overly powering, right, Sonia? It's definitely not a big fan of it. It's well, definitely you're, you're not a, big a lager fan of beer in general. It's. I could drink it. The, mm. This one has this weird yeasty. Yeah, it's more of a European flavor. It's, it's a, more like an Ozusko than a Karlovacko. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. And yes. It is. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like I said before the podcast, I think, you know, every every nation has its own beer, its own national beer. This is probably, you know, the Bud Light or Budweiser of Poland. Yeah, the per, the Peroni. It, yeah, Peroni for, for uh, Italy, I'm the guessing. Calique in the Bahamas. Yeah, the Brahma uh, for Brazil. Um, uh, Corona for well, over here it's Corona is is, is oh, the Mexican yeah. beer of choice for Americans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Not yeah sure but what the Mexican don't drink beer of, of choice is for you know for uh, Mexicans think, in Mexico. Uh, Tecate or uh, Teca- Modelo. Well, Modelo is a yeah. much better beer. What was the beer in? Oh, uh, Superbock. Oh, Superbock. Superbock in right. uh, Portugal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very good. Or the Estrella for Spain, I'm <gasps> guessing. The the, the, the red it. can Estrella, yes. not like that nice like one oh, that you got yeah, for my yeah, birthday. Yeah, but yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's that one bottle that you got me. It like, comes like a champagne-looking yes. bottle. That but like, I think the Estrella is like the... Yeah. And then France also has... Uh, was it there? 1764? It's like that... I don't know what's that one. How come but, we're not drinking French beer? Um... We will eventually. Yeah. Well, we can't. We can't drink all the beers from all of the countries. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just thought, I just thought maybe this one would be, you know, a little different. No, I'm sure not too many people have tasted this beer. That's yeah, really good. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I mean, it, where it, did we get this beer? It has more flavor at our local, local li- <laughs> <laughs> at our local liquor wine. establishment. Total Wine should definitely sponsor us because. <laughs> We get all of our yes. alcohol yes. from them. I don't. I go. I will. I will venture into the mean streets of Van Nuys to find a liquor store before I go to. Before I go. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, well, there's there's smaller establishments, but uh, you know, th- this one is. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, they have it in Bye. in Northridge and well, other yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I will go to. Uh, the great lengths to find an you know a liquor store that will carry the beverage that I'm looking for, <laughs> <laughs> rather than go to a big store. Uh, so Sonia, what's the verdict? I'll pass. Franny, um, no, this is this is nice. I mean, you know, I, I'm still a big fan of the Einstock, like for lighter beers. That was yeah, good. The, the Einstock was very good. Was Iceland crisp? It had a lot of flavor, not a lot, but I mean, it had enough flavor for a crisp light. Beer and the Einstock is something that I would definitely go back to. Uh, the Jiviets, uh, if that's how it is pronounced, uh, if you know, I'm sitting at a cafe somewhere in Europe and I see this on their menu and something else, whatever that might be, I, I might, I might choose this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had you know also 
there was also Czechovat. I'm not sure if we've had any Czech listeners yet, yet, but I will but definitely also a, a, a try nice, to promote uh, in Czechoslovakia crispy <laughs> beer. I like it. I like I, it. Though. I like it a lot. I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's it has a step up from your typical crispy uh, national beers. I think it's a little bit of a step up. It's got a little bit more flavor than you would expect from a Budweiser uh, or a Peroni or one of those types of beers. I think it's really good. I think for one of our taste tests, we should do an Eastern Block taste test of beers. That's awesome. You know, we'll, we'll get the Croatian Karlovačko. We'll get some, you know, Ukrainian beers. Oh, for sure. I'm sure there's some Romanian beers out there. Bulgarian? Bulgarian. That would be Yes, cool. definitely. So we'll we'll get five beers and, well, there's Jiviets too. I mean, but well, we've tried this tonight, but we'll get something different maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. try it. Some Russian beer, if they do have some Russian beer. Absolutely, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I don't know if we can get it here, but they, they definitely do. Yeah. All I right. Can't remember the beer in hung- Hungary? Uh, oh, you guys were I, both I can't there. Remember that Man, name? I can't remember. And I actually had it too. Yeah. Ah. They had they had a in Hungary. They actually had a darker liqueur, herbal liqueur, that's like one of their nation's staple sort of. You know, like how how Croatia has. Um, well, it's not really a motto. Um. Or like Jaeger for Germany. Yeah. I, I know. I know Hungary had one staple. I can't remember what what it's called though. But we'll, we'll maybe, maybe if I can find that or, or or multiple herbal liqueurs from Europe, we can also have a taste test for that. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right, what's next up on the big board, Funny. Next up on the big board, Ben. Uh, it looks like Sina's favorite. Topic. Oh, here we go. Oh, Lord. Franny Russell. and I will go radio silent for the next five minutes. Why? <laughs> I don't understand. What am I missing? Well, this is your team. This is your, your okay. heart and soul here. I, I, I said what I had to say last week. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed. Well, but this is new. I mean, Russell Wilson has essentially given them a deadline of tax day, April 15th, mm-hmm. to either negotiate terms on a new contract, have a new contract signed, or he refuses to negotiate until the end of the season, which would be, you know, in best-case scenario, February of next year. I thought it was kind of odd, too, to give the Seahawks a deadline because the Seahawks have treated him very well, and they've compensated him very well for the work that he's done. And to give them a deadline, I think that's a little disrespectful to the organization. What do you think, Sonia? Especially last year, he threw 10 passes. Oh, in in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. They didn't use him at all. Sign is quiet. <laughs> I, I think you guys are making it more than it is. I really do. I, I, I think pay the man. Just pay him. Just pay the man. There are other quarterbacks in the league that realize that it's not just about one player. Tom Brady realizes that. I said that. Ben did, yeah. did I not go yeah, off yeah. on a tangent last yeah, week? Yeah, you, pay yeah. the man or, 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 or whatever. I don't care. I... I Look, I, I love me some Russ. I love him. I love him. I love him. I think he is. Uh, what's the word? Um, he will call you for your birthday next year. Yeah, he will. I'm not going to hashtag say anything mean about <laughs> hashtag Russell call Sonia I won't fifty. Say a single mean maybe, word. About maybe that he man. won't after hears me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I don't know. But Pam, don't Pam. Whatever it is, I I really wish that Russ wouldn't do what he's doing right now. I. I wish that he would just be like 
Friday, what you were saying, a, a team player, because he talks a lot about. Yeah, you got you have to practice what you preach. Exactly, I I, I agree. And he preaches a lot. He does. <laughs> he does. He does a lot for his community. I'll yeah. give him that. Um, he brought football over to Brazil. He spent a couple of weeks, maybe a week, going in Brazil. Um, trading jerseys with so many of the the soccer players, which was interesting. I don't know why. Um, But uh, I don't know. (laughs) Touchy subject. It is. It's touchy. It's touchy. Uh, You know, I'm sad. I really am sad. Russ, that's a lot of money that you're making anyways. I mean, if they were to extend your contract and just give you a little bit more, I think that would be okay. Um, I don't know what he's expecting. You know, for all we know, he's just expecting just a tad bit more. They're not even talking money with him. And, 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 um, what's his name? Uh, Pete, Petey, Pete, Carol. John, and everybody. <laughs> um, they're not big on paying people a lot of money. And, you know, it's worked for them. Well, they paid KJ, and they're probably going to pay, uh, Clark. <sighs> we'll see. I mean, I think I mean I think you have to separate this out from the the personal and then the media, right? So, uh, what he's saying and what his camp is saying essentially is, if we don't have a deal by April fifteenth, yeah. that allows us to go into the new league year, the new yep. uh, work year, essentially, without talking about this, without any drama, right. without any negotiations, without any of that personally between myself, Russell Wilson, and the team. Yeah. Uh, separately from that, you have what would be going on in the media. So to say that there won't be any drama or media or conversations about this the entire season, of course there will be in the media. But personally, between him and the team, that won't be happening. Uh, so it's almost like you're going to work every day in your job or your job or front of your job, and we're not talking about our contract. Uh, but everybody else in the world is talking about it. So... I, I actually sympathize with his position. He's essentially saying, you know, if we can't get a deal done now, you know, we won't talk about it until the end of the season. I think it's a little early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would probably be better to, you know, have the deadline somewhere in June or July before things really start to heat up. But I think they should pay him. Uh, I mean, there are very few players in the NFL that I think are worth. Thirty-five, forty million dollars a year, and he is one of those players. Uh, watching him since what two thousand and twelve, thirteen, the amazing things that he has been able to accomplish on the field in in, in those games, especially in the two with, Super Bowl with years. a subpar offensive line and subpar receiving core. Also, I I, I just uh, I don't I don't understand why he would create this sort of headache for the Seahawks right now, especially when they were the one team that believed in him. And the reason Russell Wilson is who he is today is because of the Seattle Seahawks. True. But the reason why the Seattle Seahawks are who they are yeah. is because of Russ. So uh, the, way, the reason why I'm saying pay the man is because they've not brought him those players to rely on. Okay, he's he's stepped back for the last three years. Look, you're paying me what you're paying me. Well, but paid him a lot of money. He was the richest quarterback at one point. Uh, not for long. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> not for long. Who, yeah, who, who a was the whiner? A couple million dollars. Who Kirk was Cousins? the whiner? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins. Um, you know they've not brought him a team, yeah. so he's been the team. So pay the man, or 
bring him someone who's going to help him out. I mean, yeah. Doug Baldwin can't do it all. I mean, you got to give him credit for last year. I mean, there, I mean, there aren't a lot of quarterbacks that would have taken the kind of back seat that he took last year um, to the running game, even in that playoff game against Dallas, to go along with the game plan, even though it wasn't the best game plan they could have put into effect. Agreed. Mm-hmm. In that game, but he didn't do it. He did it with with professionalism. He didn't complain. He didn't talk about it afterwards. He's kind of complaining now. Uh, well, he Causing is. Causing a little bit of a distraction now. But there are very – I mean, think about it. On one hand, can you name the number of players in the league <laughs> that you think are worth $35, 40000000 million? I, he's not worth that much. Uh, <laughs> he might be the only one. I don't know about that. I mean, can you imagine the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson? Yeah, I understand, but that's that's a lot of money. That's That's a huge chunk – of their salary cap, but I feel like he gives you the edge because that he no wants. Other he wants. You know, does. If he's looking for those players, then you have to take less in order to get those players too. And maybe it's because I, you know, I live with uh, Sonya on a daily basis, and, <laughs> and, uh, but I just don't. I don't see another player in the league that has the kind of impact on wins and losses that he does. Yeah. Uh, even Tom Brady, I don't think impacts the team as much as Russell Wilson does. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just a different dynamic. But I would, I would, you know, I complain all the time. I think Demarcus Lawrence. I think that was a terrible, terrible decision by the Cowboys. If, but if, I think that the CLC Hawks should give him his thirty-five million a year over, you know, give him two hundred million dollars over five years, hundred million guaranteed, and move on. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it is a lot of money, but you know they're not going to spend any money on anybody else. That's the problem. Baldwin's coming back. Lockett's coming back. Fluker's coming back. Um, you know, you picked up some guys, uh, or, or do we not talk about it? Let the season go and see where we go. I'll tell you this. If we're back in the playoffs next year, they better pay the man. Well, and Russell Wilson doesn't, I mean, he, he doesn't have as strong a bargaining position as he thinks he does because they will franchise him next year and they could franchise him the year after that. Mm -hmm. And that would make him 33. I think at the end of that contract year. Yeah, and he might be the guy that's injured on the field, pointing his middle finger up towards the sideline too. He's not some safety uh, or some wide receiver. He has uh, a little self awareness. But let's hope that Russell Wilson does in <laughs> we'll fact see. get we'll the contract we'll that see. he deserves. And and for me to say this, it's it's. We'll see. Hopefully it means something to our fans out there. I mean, I, I just don't think that there's another player out there in the league that means as much to their team as he does. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes is his... Well, it's one year. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. If he does it for five years, then I'll say, hell yeah, pay the man. Uh, but after one year, I'm not ready to give the guy $40 million quite yet. You don't give the guy any credit. Well, no. Did you? Oh my God! This would be funny. Okay. Did you hear? Did you hear? Oh my God! This is like this is this is this is like perfect for Andy Reid. This is like exactly why he's gotten so close to winning championships, but not winning championships. Did you know that during the the I don't know if it was a combine or the owners meeting, they asked Andy Reid, you know, who the leader of the defense was in Kansas City, and do you know what he said? I don't know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Tyron Matthew? He literally didn't know anyone on his defense except for the guy he had signed two weeks before uh, the question was asked. I, I, I guarantee if you 
hooked a car battery up to his nipples and gave him 15 shots of espresso. He couldn't name 10 people on his defense. All right. D Ford. Yeah, I, mean, I just I don't think he even knows. Well, D, I mean, yeah, I just don't. I mean, I think that his his disconnection from his defense is uh, amazing. The mm. the how little he knows about the defensive side of the ball is shocking. Yeah, well, question him about screen passes. That guy will know everything. That is true. That is true. <laughs> All right, what's next up on the big board, Friday? Uh, next up on the big board, our listener message. Oh, listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for subscribing and listening to our show. It really means the world to us. We are humbled, humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.busbrow.com, with your friends or anyone you think would like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe by searching for us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Castbox, Castbox, <laughs> or whatever podcatcher you use. Please leave us a review if you have the time. We would really appreciate it. If you would leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can find us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Dot com. You can follow us on Instagram at Thirstand and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Thank you all so, so much. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is something that's mm. not on the big board. <laughs> it's not. You meant to write down uh, the the feel, uh, how we feel about the New Jerseys. Oh, that's right, that's right. The that's Jets, because right. the Jets... Have a new. I like them. Really? Oh, Sonny likes them. With you guys the, don't like them. I with the like mirror em. sort of green helmets. Eh, that you know, they're going for that whole chromey look that uh, the Ducks had for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if it's Tulane or Marshall or New York or the XFL or the AAF. And when I when I first saw them, I'm like, this would be a great jersey for Michigan State. It'd be perfect. Oh my god! It'd be perfect for, the for their college program. But but you do know that the black version of their jersey is very it's, similar. It's a ripoff of the, the Eagles, Eagles yeah. jerseys yeah. Uh, with the. What I like it the, though. The, the color, color splash or color I, I, color rush color rush jerseys. Yeah, it was it was all black with just the green helmet. Yeah. So it is a, it is a, it is a ripoff of that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, they're nice jerseys. I just don't know if if they fit in. They're just trying to, the, to change their to the image. brand of the NFL. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. There it is, right there. Ben's showing us right now. Yeah, I mean, they're cool, but I mean, it's kind of a throwback. I don't know if you guys remember the Giants had New York know. on the front of their jerseys for a minute uh, uh, a few I years like ago it. because the marketing folks told them, you know, it's New York. You got to have New York on your jerseys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I yeah. The thing I thought Franny was going to say. Was that they were similar to the XFL uniforms that he didn't like? Well, those are nicer. These, These are nicer are than nicer. the XFL yeah. uniforms. Those are nice. But yeah. what do you think about the the you know how they're they're moving towards the matte helmets? A lot of teams are moving towards the matte helmets, mm-hmm. and these are very slick. They're yeah, very they're, um, they're shiny. The mirror, that's what we're saying. That mirror finish to the to the helmet, and it's they have the green, the white. I mean, the black is is, is come on. They're is, just trying to you know reimage. But we just had our favorite jerseys. And they, uh, we did. And the Jets it. were up. I mean, they have the the '69 winning jersey that they were wearing for for all these years. I'm not sure why they would change it now. Sorry, folks, we have a helicopter flying overhead. 
Uh, as some of our new listeners might not know, we we listen or we shoot this podcast every single week outside. And it's going to uh, be so out there for a while. Can. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's where football should be played. That's where podcasts should be recorded. <laughs> recorded. <laughs> yeah, I but. mean, I think I, I think that they didn't need to change it now. Yeah, I would have been nice if they won a championship. Uh, Not maybe a they championship, will. but just a winning season or a winning season. <laughs> maybe you know we we should ask Nico. Yeah, we yeah we should definitely call Nico and see what he thinks of that. This is a, a cousin of of uh, Sonia and Franes who no well. Is he your cousin? Everybody's cousin. Yeah, yeah. He's everybody's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. Yeah. Well, he lives in Jersey. Um, <laughs> the funds all of a sudden. <laughs> but he just became uh, the funds. It's definitely an interesting time to change the uniforms. Although I was reminded, uh, I think yesterday that Tampa Bay changed their uniforms. Did they? I, I, right I before they went on that big run towards the Super Bowl with Brad Johnson. That was a long time ago. Because they, they changed them more recently, and they haven't done anything since then. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. But with that first change, uh, they did when they changed their uniforms, it was um, uh, on their run to the Super Bowl. All right. So what's the consensus on the Jets' uniforms? I like it. Franny? It's different. It's good for college. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them. I really like the old uniforms. Yeah. All right, Sonia is uh, the lone holdout. And next up on the big board, Ben, we have something we didn't talk about last week. It was on the big board, but it is um, some rule changes or lack thereof. Like the, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just cover this really quick. Uh, I know we're gonna run a little long tonight. Uh, the tonight. The, so there was. So there was. We do try to keep it a little shorter, but it's so so there was fun. No. Change to the overtime rules this year. Yeah. I know Franny and I both had our opinions about this Sonia on earlier as well. episodes. Uh, we just want to let you guys know that there will be no rule changes to overtime. Andy Reid did not get his way. <laughs> um, so rules will remain the same next year for overtime. A touchdown will win it on the first drive. If you kick a field goal, you get a possession. If you kick a field goal, you get another possession. If you, kick, if you score a touchdown, you win the game. 10-minute period. We should have the Game of Thrones. Shame. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. on the NFL. Yeah. Shame. It is uh, in the shame. regular season, oh, that's fine. But in the playoffs, though, they should change it for the playoffs. You should just play the whole 10-minute period, and whoever the winner is at the end of that, those 10 minutes is the winner. If you have to play another, let's say, 7-minute period or whatever, like cut it down a little bit is the winner of that period. So, yeah, it's unfortunate they didn't change that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is the AAF. Oh, the Lord. The AAF. <laughs> yeah. Alone. Oh, my goodness, the AAF. Did you hear so, Sonia? Yeah, they, they went. It collapped. They, they went, went bye-bye. It collapsed. They it went collapsed. belly up. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that it happened this quickly. I'm not surprised that, that it did collapse, but not this soon. At least finish up the season. You know, like the XFL did. I mean, they, they had a, they had a championship game. The winner was the LA Extreme. But you know, well, of I, course, I think, I think they should have done yeah. the same thing with the AAF. Just you know, play out a few more weeks if you possibly can, and just finish the season and then call it quits. That's sad. That's just sad. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, apparently Dundon, uh, as Franny was mentioning earlier before we actually went on the air, uh, promised two hundred fifty million dollars, but only spent about seventy so, yeah, or seventy five yeah. million dollars. 
looked like there was never Trump any change, right? Yeah, never any intention <laughs> to to f- completely fund the league through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what really sad. I mean, a lot of players actually had to pay their own hotel rooms, pay their own uh, flights home. Yeah, afterward, uh, yeah. Won't be paid the remainder of their contract oh salary. My God. Um, so yeah, it was it was very abrupt mm-hmm. uh, and very sad for the players. Uh, my understanding is that it wasn't a question of ratings. The ratings were not great, but that was not the reason yeah. that the season went belly up. It just seems like a lot of really poor planning from a marketing and advertising uh, perspective, and it's just it's just sad because the football wasn't bad as far as I. Here, I didn't watch, <laughs> and a that's lot exactly of the why they collapsed. Then, <laughs> the first weekend up on the big board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's just sad. So, so the XFL, five hundred million dollars in pocket from Jim McMahon, uh, Ed McMahon, Jim McMahon. What's his I first name? McMahon something. Uh, McMahon uh, sold off another uh, two hundred and thirty-three, give or take, million dollars worth of WWE shares this week to prepare for the upcoming XFL season next year, so they will have half a billion dollars in liquid cash to start the XFL next year with, well, with, you know, evidence from the USFL, the XFL, the AAF, and all the other leagues that have tried to compete with the NFL. But it was just sad for the players. Uh, About a dozen players have been picked up. Uh, I think, Franny, you mentioned a quarterback was picked up from Orlando. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And where did they go? Or where Uh, did he go? He went to the Browns. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, So so the one decent player in the the AAF ended up with the Browns. That's just great. It was uh, Garrett Gilbert. Um, He he threw for 2,152 yards and 13 touchdowns with only three interceptions. During the season, so uh, I mean, he's not going to take up. You know, he's not going to take Baker Mayfield's position no. right, as right, a right, starting right. QB. But I think he probably could be a backup in the NFL. So that was part of the free form. But Ben threw in right there. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, My it's fault. all right. It's My all right. Yeah. But this this podcast is running a little bit longer than expected. So. That is my free form. We'll, we'll cut down the free form significantly <laughs> now. And you know what? Why don't we talk about the Raiders? That's next up on the big board. Do we have anything to say about the Raiders? I mean, I need some some news that yeah, they picked up. Uh, I just a think, couple of players. You know what the Raiders have been doing has been pretty amazing. Uh, they signed uh, running back Isaiah Crowell again this week. Looks like Marshawn Lynch is not coming uh, back. Uh, so beast mode is. Probably no more. Uh, Signed linebacker Brandon Marshall from the Broncos. A pretty good signing. Isn't he a receiver? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cheap signing uh, for the Raiders. Uh, They've also picked up, as many of you have listened to the podcast since the beginning, will know they picked up Landry Jones. Really? Yes. uh, Ex-Steeler, backup quarterback, very serviceable backup quarterback. (laughs) But they also picked up Mike Glennon. Quarterback, wow. Nathan Peterman, quarterback. Uh, so clearly, they're not going to keep five quarterbacks on the roster. Mm-hmm. But there's some kind of a weird uh, quarterback situation. 
going on. <laughs> They're really looking in, for uh, in the Raiders and as another as, quarterback. As, I mean, I can't remember who said it. Well, this is our practice squad guys that they're just picking up. I don't left know if it was right. Bill Parcells. You know, he, he, somebody I can't remember who was it said it that John Gruden likes to date quarterbacks. He just won't marry any of them. Uh, and that appears to be the case. He's going to continue to collect quarterbacks that are mediocre, uh, that don't particularly have any hopes of being starting quarterbacks in the league, but just pile them up like a bunch of laundry on the bed. Um, and the Raiders also uh, worked out Kyler Murray this week. What? Oh. They brought him into yeah, camp. What, what pick uh, do they have? Are they number three? Four, four, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. there are no teams ahead of them that will conceivably be taking quarterbacks. Well, Cardinals. <laughs> well, who knows what might happen with the Cardinals. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is the Total Wins Challenge, which was actually on the big board earlier than the AAF, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get back to it. And what is that, Ben? What is the Total the Wins Total Wins Challenge. challenge. The Total Wins Challenge is, it's a competition between Sonia, Frane, and myself. We're going to pick the total wins for each team. So, uh, this week in Las Vegas, Nevada, they released the odds for the, uh, essentially the over-under for the wins for each team. So, they're predicting the number of wins that each team will have this coming season. So, my hope, my dream was to do this pre-draft, right before the season, and then at the end of the season, uh, we will subtract the actual number of wins at the end of the season uh, from all of our different totals throughout the year, and we will come to a winner at the end of the season next year. Well, Ben, you have this board set up and everything. You surprised us with this. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered a new board. I have a new big What's, board. Uh, you do. It's a medium board. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what came the other day? Yeah, that yeah. said fragile. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. So break. I have a new board. So essentially, uh, so, you know, we have right now uh, the uh, what Vegas is telling us are the number of wins for each team that they're predicting, essentially the over-under for each team. So we'll do this now. We'll do this, whatever Vegas says, at the beginning of the season, and then we'll do it at the end of the season. We'll figure out how far away from those numbers we were at each stage of the game, and that total number. So we're looking for the lowest possible number at the end of the season, and at that point, I have a really spectacular prize in mind (laughs) for one of us. For the person who has the lowest number. Um, so essentially what we have to do is just really quickly just pick all of our best guesses for wh- how many wins each one of these teams will have next year. Uh, all right, Ben. Uh, so shall we go? I mean, this is going to be like a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> well, we can, we can, we can actually uh, pause the podcast really quickly, get through these, and then come back, I suppose. I just take a picture, I guess, and put it yeah, on Yeah, and take a picture and post it? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do this really fast. We'll be right back, folks. And that is some new music, Ben. I like that. <laughs> new bumper music right there. I, I like that. I like that. All right. So we made our picks uh, for for what? Well, so Vegas. So Vegas actually uh, put out the the odds for a total number of wins. Uh-huh. 
um, of the for the season teams are yeah for all projections, the te- yeah, for I guess. all the teams in the league. So you can bet in Vegas now on the over under for the wins. So essentially, we're going to take the numbers that we guessed, subtract those from the numbers in Vegas. Now we'll do this again sometime before the season begins. We'll do it again. Oh, actually, we'll do it after the draft, and then we'll do it at the beginning of the season, and we'll see uh, who has the lowest number. So, in other words, who has been as close as possible to the actual number of wins, both in Vegas and in reality. So, I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sonia, what do you think? Was I high when I picked Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, you have 11 wins for Jacksonville, yeah. What? Yeah, I'd say that's uh, that's pretty high. Well, we said Nick Foles, and he said 16, oh, and we're right. like, Sonia, come on. Yeah, so, uh, so I mean, th- there's also Arizona, too. I mean, Sonia, you chose 10, 10 wins, wins, which is for pretty Arizona. surprising for Arizona. You know, I have it at four, and Ben has it at six. Uh, for you know how much I hate that fire. And we'll post this. <laughs> I mean, Franny will post this on Instagram. I'll post this on Twitter, so you see Yeah. All of our These are picks. our uh, win projections currently for next season. Yeah, Franny was very down on the Detroit Lions for some reason. Only five wins for yeah, Detroit. They might not win even win five. Uh, <laughs> and Franny, not surprisingly, has six wins for the New York Giants. So there's no changing anything right now. Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> this after, is the earliest in history that Vegas has put out odds for total after, wins. After after the draft, though, Sonia, we will make some uh, some new picks. Okay. So after the draft, you can go ahead and make some changes. Yeah. There. After Seattle uh, goes hog wild with their four picks yeah. <laughs> in the draft coming up. It's all good. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big mm. board, Ben, we have our mm. world. Famous quiz. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, who did the? Uh, I did the quiz. Friday did this the quiz week. this it week. It was me. It was Ben the week before. The new uh, sign. Now it's well, Sadi. You can't make fun of us anymore after your quiz from 2014 last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was one question. All right, people. And so these are football many, questions. Who they has are, the most uh, Super Bowl wins? Four questions about your favorite shows or cartoons. Okay. <laughs> and the first. Question: This isn't. This is recent news. Okay. Oh no! How many weeks of the inaugural season of the AAF were played before the league collapsed? We talked about this. Five. Nope. Eight. It was nine. Oh, ben, they made it to nine. There were nine. It was one week away from finishing the season and then going off the playoffs. They could have done it. That's so sad. But yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Franny, so disappointed. Nine. <laughs> Franny, Nine. Not, first week, Franny was like, this sucks. I don't care. Nine weeks. This is also an interesting question. Question number two. I did not know this. In what city did the Washington Redskins originally play in? Oh, wow. Or where are they from? Uh... Omaha. No. Close. No. <laughs> I mean, Omaha is kind of in the middle of the country. Wait, wait, wait. In what city so, did the Washington Redskins originate from? Originate from. It's, not, it's, it's close to Washington. <laughs> I have to give Sonia a chance here. I, I don't know any cities in It's Washington. closer to Washington than, than <laughs> Omaha. Baltimore? It starts with a B. 
Boston. Boston. That's, oh, I didn't, uh, oh. They were the Boston Braves, oh, and they made their move. Interesting. interesting. And they probably should have kept that name, but they moved to <laughs> yeah, Washington kind of. in 1936. Less offensive, still offensive, but less offensive. Yeah, yeah right? I mean, there's still Atlanta Braves, but uh, <laughs> this team, question number three, this team made the playoffs for the first time in 1983. For the first time? For the first time in the their first history. Time in 1983. Detroit. No. Me. Sonia. <laughs> the Seahawks first made the playoffs in 1983. Really? They made it to the conference championship game losing to the Oakland Raiders. Ooh. Ben, you, you know guys all were part about of the, yeah. That, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> I know all about losing to the <laughs> that was, Raiders. That, that, that's for that's sure. I think when you guys were the part of the AFC, actually. I was I was going to ask you what 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 year was it again? Eighty three. I wasn't born yet. Yeah, you oh. guys switched conferences. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did switch conferences. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, we switched sides. Question number four. Here's an easy ben, one. Ben, in the past, you mentioned that Mash was one oh. of your favorite well, of shows course. of all time. Well, Maybe Sonya. I'm not sure if Sonya, you watched MASH at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sonya, you might not answer this. Okay. Or <laughs> you might have not, not have the correct answer to this question. But Radar had a borderline superpower. What was it? I didn't even know that Radar was a character on the show, but I guess... He was. Essentially, he knew what people were going to say or ask before they did it. That is exactly mm-hmm. correct, yes. Ben. Ben, I guess you are a MASH fan. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, don't, I, I had no I don't, idea. I that don't that bullshit guy the fans of the show. Even existed on yeah, that, that was show. One of the, That's awesome. Easily <laughs> one of the best shows. Sonya would have loved Radar. You know, a boyish. The fires devastated the. Uh, the mash. The mash. Uh, the where they shot mash. Yeah. yeah. That's. It wasn't filmed in Korea. No, it was. <laughs> it was filmed in Malibu. Oh Definitely my. not Korea. Oh my god. I won't ever watch that show now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. The NFL began in 1922. How many teams played in the inaugural season? Six. More than that? Uh, ten. 22? Pretty close, Ben. Pretty close. It was 18 teams. The Canton Bulldogs won the first NFL crown in 1922, uh, they were also the first team to go undefeated, 10-0-2. And, and uh, these other teams, I actually have a, a list of, of the teams and how they finished, and these teams are crazy. Like, I thought the AAF teams were bad, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and their name. You don't and, like and, the Commandos? I, I don't even know if these cities exist anymore in Commanders? the U.S. Commandos? Seriously. Uh, obviously, Chicago does. There was Chicago Bears, the Chicago Cardinals, Toledo Maroons. What a maroon. Uh, what's a, what <laughs> the, is a maroon? The Rock Island Independence? Rock Island. What I, happened where, to where, them, Where's Rock Island? Uh, I want to say probably off Long Island-ish area, maybe on the eastern seaboard. The R- Racine Legions? What's a Racine? I don't know. Is it R- Racine. A- I know R- that Racine's yeah. like in Indiana, I want to say. Uh, this next team, we all know, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, but they were all Midwest. Yeah, right? Uh yeah yeah it actually looks like they are uh Dayton the Dayton Triangle of course of yeah. course <laughs> the Buffalo All Americans yeah damn right you can't take that team away and send it to Canada <laughs> the Akron Pros 
Well, you know, it's very hey. simple. Uh, it's Ohio. Ohio. No nonsense. <laughs> the birthplace of LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's or, true. Orang. Uh, it's O O R A N G Indians. The Orang Indians. That's how. Uh, uh, this is that all... is the city on the East Coast. I yeah. just don't remember where it is. Yeah. It's all from Google. <laughs> Thank you. Milwaukee. Google. Where the fuck is Milwaukee? No, it's Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Badgers. Aww. Uh The Louisville Brex. What's a Brex? What's a I, I don't know. Maybe it was something back then, back in 1922. It's extinct. It was... <laughs> That's cool. It was an animal back <laughs> in the day. It had three horns. Uh, Minneapolis Marines. Uh, I'm guessing those are probably the Minneapolis Vikings of today. I don't know. The Evansville Crimson Giants. Not know. not regular the Red Giants. giants? These were the Crimson Giants. The Rochester Jeffersons. Yes, baby. Columbus. Jeffersons. I don't even know what I what I wrote down right here. The pan oh the oh the the Columbus Panhandles, and the Hammond Pros. So there were there were actually there were two pros. There was the Akron and the Hammond Pros. Weird, weird. But Ben, you were closer with your answer. Yes, you got it with twenty two. That's when the Eagles came in in 22-ish area. 30. 33. Okay. Uh, Thank you. 33. And the last question, Boom. question number six. This is a Game of Thrones question. Sonia. What is Sandor Klingon's nickname? Oh, shit. I don't know. He's a very well-known character. You love to hate him. Sandor Klingon's nickname. Nickname. Mountain. Little Finger. <laughs> Not Little Finger. Not mountain. <laughs> it wasn't the mountain. Oh. Anybody else want to take a guess here? Love to hate him? Love to hate him. Wait, do I love to hate him or just hate him? You might like him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I give up. The hound. Oh, the hound. Oh, yeah. The hound and yeah. I said the mountain. Yeah, oh. so the hound... You know, it's like, do you like him? Do you not like I him? I like him. I mean, he seems like he has a heart. His his face kind was burned of. to a crisp from his brother. I mean, What's yeah. not to like about the Hound? He was I, bad for one season. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And he's been helping Arya and helping a lot of people. He helped uh, the the nomads there in the forest who were fighting. On oh, the, I know. You know, huh? what do they call themselves? Like the, the men with no king or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, something like that. Um, he's helping them. He helped the the crew in the forest that ultimately Next got week. slaughtered. Yeah, by... man, one week away. Next yeah, yeah, yeah. week, I think he's redeemed himself. He huh? has, yeah, just like Jamie Lannister has yeah. redeemed himself well, also after throwing a little got kid. A little way to go from you know from the window. We'll see yeah, what he exactly. does. We see. We'll see what he does now. <laughs> that we got to watch him get dragged around for yeah. seven now that years. He's left, <laughs> now that he's left Cersei's side, <laughs> we will see what happens. And that helps us segue into our top five, top five on the big board. Our top five Game of Thrones moments. Sonia, you wrote down your top five during I the did. show. I did. Do you want to share your top five, sure. starting from your five? Sure. Five. Uh... Sansa allowing the doggies to finish up Ramsey. That was interesting. Nice, that was yes. number five. That was my number five. Number four when Tyrion kills his lover and uh, Tywin oh, on the yeah. toilet. That was his dad. Yeah, he yeah. Hurt, yeah. Papa with the crossbow. Yeah, maybe leave awesome. with the father, but okay. <laughs> huh? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Number three, um, Arya taking out the phrase and Littlefinger. Oh, yeah, that was so oh, awesome. Arya, but Ar- not only that, but she made him eat his children. She cooked yeah, them yeah, in the Yeah, she pie. cooked them in the stew. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, in the pie. That that's right. In the meat awesome. pie. 
Uh, number two, I think it was end of season one when Khaleesi rose from the ashes with the dragons. Yep. That was great. Yep. I was hooked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't enamored with her at that point yet. Uh, number one, the purple wedding. The red. Oh, wedding. the red wedding. The red wedding. Purple wedding. What, what's the Which purple, wedding? purple wedding? Joffrey getting killed. Oh, oh the purple <laughs> wedding. Now, I have honorable Why, because mentions. his face turned purple? Why do we call it the yeah, purple I guess, wedding? Uh, yeah. It's not running down his face. I have that two awesome. honorable mentions. Oh, the uh, red wedding mm-hmm. and when Cal... Honorable mentions. Yeah. When, uh, what's his name? Cal Drogo poured gold over oh, uh, yeah, Viserys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going oh, way yeah, back. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That's it. Those are my top five. Oh, that's seven. really good top five. <laughs> yeah. Very underdog theme. Yes. Yeah. You know, come and get your comeuppance. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rhonda, what so, about you? Uh, my number five is the beheading of Ned Stark oh. at the end of season one. It was pretty shocking, but it set everything in motion. You know, all the kids kind of scattered in their own direction. True. So that kind of, you know, built the foundation yeah. for the rest of the seasons. Arya went to Bravos. Yeah, since, uh, uh, so- well, she eventually escaped. Jon Snow was up north. Bra- uh, not, um, Rob was fighting his war because his dad was murdered. Allegedly. Yeah, so it, 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 it kind of uh, set everything in motion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is the Battle of the Bastards. Uh. Yeah. yeah, so Boom. the reason it's not higher, it was it was a great sequence. Oh. The whole battle was fun to watch, but the only thing that I didn't like about it was that uh, Jon Snow, I want him to be the hero, yeah. and he had to be bailed out by the Knights of the Vale. He wussed out? Yeah, but that yeah. shows that he is a hero. <laughs> what a- well, eventually, in the end, yeah, he was well, a hero. Well, but it showed that he was willing after that to, you know, change. Yep. And concede that he may have made a mistake and may have been a little arrogant in that moment. Uh, maybe. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. If you, if you want to overthink that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also what messed it up for me, not only was he bailed out by the Knights of the Vale, but his brother Rincon was killed by arrows that Ramsey fired off yeah. into the air. All you have to do is zigzag. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> How are you going to be murdered by an arrow just like... Uh, yeah, he's out there running like, you know, like yeah. Antonio Brown, just straight it, down the field. It's not an alleyway. You know, there's no walls. I mean, just he had a wide open field. Run anywhere. Just don't run in a straight line and yeah. get murdered by an arrow. But well, it made he for, wasn't, it, Rincon it, wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. It, it made for a good TV. Yeah. Right, it, was, it was good. Uh, number three, Cersei destroys her enemies. When she lights the wildfire, yeah, even I didn't choose that one because it was city, so evil, and just blows up a portion of the city just to kill yeah. the, the the queen and many of her own friends and colleagues. Exactly, as well. yeah. But that that dude, um, that, what, what were they called? Uh, the the guy in tattered rags that was part of that religious uh, oh, group. Uh, oh my god! Uh, uh, blah blah blah. That, yeah, it was, I can't remember the name. It, it, it was it was satisfying. It was satisfying the, to see him getting because yeah. he was so annoying that when he got killed, it was like, all right, this is good. Oh, it's perfect. I'm, I'm happy about it this. Perfect. And yeah. what a metaphor for what's going on it, <laughs> in the world. Not right now, just generally speaking. <laughs> yeah, through history, and the red wedding. Number two. Number two. Not the purple Ooh, wedding. The red wedding. Red wedding was um, the, I mean, the scene was. I mean, it, it was it was shocking. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect it. 
You know, I, I didn't expect, you know, Rob to get, you know, pumped full of arrows. And then, no you know, his mom gets her throat slit I know. at the end. But the worst part was just seeing his wife get stabbed in her belly, yeah. her pregnant belly. Yeah. And then over him and crawling over, and over, over to her. Uh, that was just hard to watch. But what a scene that was. Yeah, that was like the... That was that was Penulti- season three? penultimate yeah. episode of one of those seasons. It was season a, three. I yeah. think it was season three. But does it make me a horrible person that I felt more sad for ghosts? I, I felt bad. Yeah, no, I felt bad for that too. Yeah, and and they put the yeah. his on head it, on on, on Rob's body, yeah. and yeah. Arya yeah saw, saw it. Yeah. You know, she finally got to her family, and they were murdered. Yeah, uh, and uh, the final. What do you what what, 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 what were you gonna say, Ben? What I, gonna say? I know no, what I'm, your I'm waiting, final I'm is. What do you think, Sonia? It's when the dragon comes back from the dead and its eyes Ooh. are all blue. It is not that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is when the dead were brought back from the oh, Night King. It was yeah. the Battle of Hardhome. Oh. Uh, it was the Battle of the Wildlings versus the Night King and the Night Walkers, and uh, that moment when they rose from the dead with their bright blue eyes and John is looking back to the shore. Yeah. And all he did was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was my oh shit moment. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Scary. What the F are they going to do now yeah. to what battle is, these guys? What is Negan going to do now? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, those are my top five. Pretty good. Oh, and oh also, those are a way better honorable top five mention. Than mine. Yes. Sonya had an honorable mention. Yes. But it was Hodor. Hold, hold the, the door, door. Hold, hold the door, hold the door. Oh, no, that's but too that sad. whole sequence, that's too the sad. way it was filmed. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, they showed the, his younger the days. And and, forth, oh man, forth. yeah, that that was tough to watch, and and it sucks because he only give he only gave Bron, like Bran a, a, a like a five minute head start. So he lived a shitty life just so he could give that dude a five minute head start. Yeah, and it was barely a head start. I still don't understand yeah. how he was able to get away. But that was pretty. That was pretty sad. Sad. Oh, oh all right. you know what? I, one day. I'll go into a lobby of a hotel, <laughs> and I'll have like somebody like just getting into an elevator, and I'll be like, "Hold on, hold, hold, hold the door, hold the door." We'll do it in Salzburg, we, we, we and someone have... will get it, and someone will get it. You'll be like, "Yeah, yeah you get I got that, I got that." <laughs> just like sitting on the couch in the in the lobby. Just watch somebody walk into yeah, the elevator, yeah, yeah. wait for the doors to close, and be like, Hodor, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. <laughs> oh, poor yeah, Hodor. We should probably do that. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know if I have an honorable mention. Uh-oh. You'll, you'll go. Well, give us number five. All right, number five, The Red Wedding. I just can't help it. I mean, I just thought it was an amazing moment. I never liked Rob and, you know, I just thought it was a lot of, pomp and circumstance and i didn't quite understand why why everyone was following him and why he was the king of the north you know notwithstanding he the fact that he hadn't actually done anything uh so that was a just it was a shocking scene uh i agree with franny it was shocking to see his wife slaughtered uh in the most brutal way imaginable to see sansa and rob well not rob but sansa and well actually sansa and rob's mother brutally murdered um, by essentially, you know, what is sort of a, you know, relatively incompetent crew of people. Um, they weren't the most, um, uh, the smartest, uh, kingdom, what do you call them? Kingdom, whatever they are. 
Um, family. Family. Uh, and number four, I have as the battle at the wall. The wall between the battle between the wildlings and the Night's Watch. I thought that was an amazing. That was, that was cool. Scene it went on, I think, for an entire episode with the giants and the mammoths, and, oh, or yeah, those I mean, elephant-looking mammoths. I yeah. just thought it was—I mean, it was an amazing scene uh, between you know Rob battling with the com- who was the commander of the Night's Watch, uh, who was at the top of the wall, who finally, in that moment, you know, in that moment, not subsequent, but in that moment, realized we have to win this battle, this battle right now. And put Rob in charge at the top of the wall, and he went down to fight below. And it was just an amazing battle scene. I think that was the scene in which the redhead wildling was killed. I think. A uh, egret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Wait, I just Rob? thought it was a great season. Huh? Who's Rob? Or a great scene. Not Rob. Uh, Jon Snow. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Come on, uh, man, get it right. Seriously, man. <laughs> and you watched my, it more recently than I did. My number, number three, three, the Battle of the Bastards. Yes. I just thought it was an amazing. I mean, it was an excellent sequence. It was just so an amazing sequence. Um, you know, regardless of of you know, I agree with Frane that it would have been nice if Jon Snow had been a little bit more forward thinking in his approach to that battle. I think he was a little short sighted in his approach. But, you know, to see Sansa essentially say, you know, I'm going to save the day here. You're going to go off half-cocked. I'm going to go get the Knights of the Vale, and we're going to win this battle. But at that moment, at that moment when Jon Snow is completely buried yeah. and and just buried in bodies, and you think he's actually not going to die because he got stabbed, but just die of asphyxiation underneath all of those bodies, Sansa comes through in the end. And I agree with Sonya on my number two. Which is? Ramsey for dinner. Oh. <laughs> Ramsey is eaten for dinner by his dogs after all of the torture that he puts Sansa through, all of the torture that he puts other characters through, all of the torture that he puts Jon Snow through. I just thought that was a very, very fitting end for Ramsey. I don't think it was graphic enough, though. They should have shown him getting <laughs> torn apart, bones, blood. You said that everything. after we watched it too. <laughs> yeah, I, it, like this is the one moment you're yeah. not going to be graphic. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I, I think they should have showed that because they basically just showed the dog growling at his face, and then you know Sansa walking away with a little smirk on her face. You know, it's like tear the motherfucker apart after all these episodes. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And my number one, I I, I feel good. I feel good. My number one is none of the choices from either of you, which Ooh. means I'm probably. Way off. Uh, Tyrion as commander and general of Knights or of uh, King's Landing. Yep, yep. Who was asked in that moment to try to concoct a plan to take on um, Stannis and his army? Comes up with a plan to launch the wildfire both into the. I think it's into and the 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 bay is actually pretty delicious. (laughs) If you drink it. Yeah, it's very very <laughs> flammable, but also very delicious. Into the bay. I, I can't remember the name of the bay. That's right off uh, King's uh, Landing. I, I can't remember right now either. But he's able to um, concoct a plan that ultimately um, defeats, defeats Stannis. Yeah. And uh, although his 
Uh, his squire does save him. Uh-huh. Ultimately, I think it was. And then he loses bit... power, too. I mean, after that, he was just thrown into that little room in the tower. Yeah. So he, he wasn't the hand of the king anymore after that. No, I mean, <laughs> and, and Cersei essentially banishes him after that. But but in that moment, everyone else was a coward. Mm-hmm. Cersei was a coward. Uh, the king, Joffrey, was a coward. Everyone was a coward. Piece and if, if if Tyrion had not stepped up in that moment, which ultimately would have turned out to be a good thing. King's Landing would have fallen. But in that moment, he saved his family, his city, uh, and showed that he was worthy of what he is now, which is Hand of the Queen. queen. His trial was pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, the trial was awesome. Honorable mentioned the trial. Sonya, you know, murdering Uh, uh, his his love. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? The whore. I don't remember her. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a, uh, I guess I have an honorable mention would be the first appearance of Daenerys with the dragon in the Coliseum, where she oh, yeah. brings the, the dragon down and says, I'm here, I'm going to defeat you, I'm going to take you out if I have to. Yeah, the dragon gets shot up a little bit, and she gets, you know, taken away and, and essentially captured, for lack of a better word. But that was an amazing scene uh, to me. And uh, I don't know if I have any other honorable <laughs> mentions in the show. There's so many. I, I mean, there's so many honorable mentions. Uh, I, I'd like to think of one for Braun. I think there's got to be one. I think there's an honorable mention for Braun when Braun first steps up and fights on behalf of Tyrion when yeah. they're at the. What's the name of the. The kingdom is that where the, the Lannister? Or... Littlefinger throws her out the window. Is that... Throws her out the, oh, the, the sky window. The sky window. Oh, yeah. uh, but there's that moment, you know, uh, everyone believes that Tyrion was uh, behind the murder. The murder. And Braun steps up and fights for Tyrion. I think that was an, an amazing scene. I'm still hoping that Braun and, you know, and Jamie Lannister find oh, a way uh, to, the, also... to the good side. When Jamie gets his hand cut off, oh my god! Yeah, that, 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 well, that was god. pretty rough. Also, that was pretty show. rough. That, yeah, that I was didn't, pretty that's rough. That's something else that I didn't expect. That's that's another. I mean, we could have thirty of these, really. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that all three of us had uh, some own. that were overlapping, but also some that were top three completely <laughs> distinct. <laughs> which I think, just uh, to Franny's point, I think from many many years ago uh, to present was that it's just a really good show. It just I think that demonstrates how good of a show it is that the three of us came up with um, 15 different I had a lot uh, of best moments, <laughs> and and many of them were distinct. And ben, is it is it better than Breaking Bad? Because Breaking Bad was different. like your it <laughs> is your top show. It's, it's different. It, it's I don't different. think it's better, um, but it's up there. Uh-huh. It's up there, but it's different. It's a different it's, type it's of different, show. It's different, but I mean. I, uh, it's leaps and bounds. Better. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't it's, say it's, leaps and bounds. Because uh, I, could, I could rewatch Game of Thrones, and I probably will. And I think you have. Again. Um, <laughs> well, you but, should you definitely know, rewatch some of it. Breaking Bad, I catch an episode here and there, but, uh, it, I mean, Game of Thrones is just on a different level. Well, Breaking Bad was almost, it was so connected. It was all so connected and, and linear that Game of Thrones is a little less linear. Yeah. Like, there's the past, there's the future, there's relationships and family and 
And yeah. uh, Sonia wants to go to bed. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so, okay. Franny, what's next up on the big board? You talk for some... Is... You know what? We may not have the show next week, but he will. Oh, yeah. Ben will have a solo show. We will ben not see solo... him for like five hours. He will talk and talk and talk. The John and, and it Lennon. will all be worth... Uh, yeah, worth your listening that. pleasure. <laughs> ben, you know what really grinds my gears about Franny and Sonia? Let me tell you for the next hour. <laughs> okay, what's, right, what's next on the big what, board? What is next up on the big board, Franny? It's our listener message, Ben. Oh, we're going to end the show. This is a very sad time <laughs> oh of the show we're about for three all hours of us. In now. Thank you so much. Thank everyone for subscribing and listening to the show. It really means the world to us. We're humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.busprout.com. Share it with your friends or anyone you think would also like the show. You or anyone can listen and subscribe by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, <laughs> or whatever podcatcher you use. Please, 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 if you have the time, leave us a review, a positive review. Uh, if you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be read and answered on the show, please email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thirstand. You can see all our pictures. Pictures of Redemption Rye tonight. Pictures of, what's the name of this beer, Franny? <laughs> Jivietz. You can also see that on our Instagram as well as our Twitter, at Goal Thirst. Please, please, please continue listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. Franny, thank our listeners. Yes, thank you for listening to us for three hours. Yes, <laughs> No, no, it's only been two hours of actual airtime, although and we've been we at this for about four hours. May not be back next week, but the following week. Yes, yes, We'll yes. be back to regular programming. Sonia. That's right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yes, thank you all so much. It really, really, really means the world to us. See you next week. Or the following. <laughs>